The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for being here with us. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray Unleashed. A lot to talk about, of course. The gift that keeps on giving. Al Sharpton. I don't know why he's back. I don't know when that happened. I'm just glad he is back. Stay back. <laughs> Jeez. Please stay. So we'll uh, we'll get into that in a few minutes here. Also, Omarosa claiming that... Uh, uh, you won't believe what she's claiming. <laughs> she's, uh, is she psychotic? This is ridiculous. Um, in fact, let's just show you what, what she's claiming uh, the president is doing now. It just really makes the point that Donald Trump is not equipped Mm -hmm. to serve in the role that he is in. In fact, I would say that he's unfit to serve as the president of the United States. We have a lot to lose. And in fact, we're losing right now because Donald Trump is disingenuous about his engagement and his outreach. And in fact, I believe he wants to start a race war in this country. Do you have more tapes, more videos, more emails? Is there more there? And there he is again. Um, Absolutely. I have this huge um, kind of 15 Uh year record with Donald Trump. And I'm very good at documenting my life. All right. Well, great. So she believes Donald Trump wants to start a race war. Why would Donald Trump want to do that? Is, I know, give me one reason. Because that's bizarre. Also, um, media headlines about... The dastardly ICE agency that they're so brutal now. They are so brutal that they have arrested a man while he was driving his pregnant wife to the hospital to give birth to their baby. I'm going to tell you some of the details on that coming up in a few minutes. Also, Facebook uh, really shut down PragerU over the weekend or over the last week or so, actually. And then over the weekend, they apologized. Whoa, I don't know what happened there. Uh, we're looking into it, and we just made a mistake. It's not interesting how all your mistakes are against conservatives. PragerU was, sh- I mean, almost completely shut down. The first story I read was that their traffic was reduced 99.9999 percent out of the 3 million followers that PragerU has, uh, any given video could be seen by 50 to 95,000 of, of their people and shared. Okay, 50,000 to 95,000. Over the last week, it was from 1 to 3. Not 1 to 3,000. No. 1 to 3. Like 1, one to one, 1, 2, or 3 oh people. Goodness. Oh. Is that amazing? Oh. This story actually says it reached zero of their 3 million followers. At least nine of their posts reached no one. I mean, why? Why are you doing this? Well, they were, they were initially removed because of hate speech. Of course, hate speech. Now, come on. Most of us have seen Prager University, Prager U uh, videos. Has there been one word of hate in any of them? I mean, that's ludicrous. It's asinine. 
I mean, there are videos like this. Um, Will Witt from PragerU was out asking people in Santa Barbara where they just banned straws if they should be banned and whether straws are worse than illegal immigration. Take a look. Should we ban plastic straws? Absolutely. Do you think we should ban plastic straws? We do. Why do you think that? Because uh, they're bad for the environment and they cause a lot of pollution. They kill the baby sea turtles. What else should we ban to help save the environment? Oh my goodness. Come up with a better idea for like plastic lids on to-go cups and... Paper lids. Paper lids would be great. What do you guys do to help eliminate your carbon footprint? Recycle. Wow. Heartwarming. What else could we do to help fix the environment? I think, you know, what I've been like seeing in different places, like people have just been like planting fruit trees in public streets and that's like dope. In the ocean, if you cut open a fish, I saw like an article about this and like all that's inside them are plastic straws. Should businesses be able to choose whether or not to use plastic or should the government just tell them they can't use it? the government should tell them we should stop using plastic think about it like people could eat fruit wow. for free like state like planted by the state trees planted wow. by the state they could eat fruit <laughs> homeless people could eat what fruit. an idea and it's giving oxygen into uh-huh. the air sure. so the government pays for the fruit trees sure why not and what do you think's worse plastic straws here or people coming into this country illegally oh my god plastic straws think <laughs> that, that isn't all Yes. Oh, good gosh. Okay. What do you think is the best alternative to plastic straws? Um, well, I the place that I work, we started using paper straws, and a lot of people have an issue with paper straws because they're... Soggy? Easy, soggy. What do you think is a bigger priority to, to stop, plastic straws or illegal immigration? A bigger priority? I would say straws. Gotta be... I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's frustrating to watch these videos, but there's no hatred whatsoever. But wow, is that frustrating. What airheads. Um, I would say plastic straws, like, ah, uh, definitely plastic straws. I was watching a, I, I was reading an article where um, they cut open all the fish from the ocean, mm-hmm. and the only thing inside them were plastic straws. Wait. Wait, wait, the only thing? The then? only thing the that only was it. Thing that was holding they had the fish no together. organs. Wow. It was all plastic straws inside of them. Wait, wait. All should... pla- They didn't have gills. Huh? They didn't have a stomach. There were no any. There was nothing there. Hold on. Whatever icky things are in a fish, yeah. usually they weren't there. Just plastic straws. Well, you need more plastic just straws if plastic that's what's holding straws. the fish together, man. I know, right? So, but, just so, said we but get... that's, I guess they're just eating plastic straws. Huh. That's what's happening. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we're just, done. You know this, that's right? That's so ridiculous. In your heart of hearts, you know we're done, right? It feels like it when you watch these. Yeah, it's over. It, the good thing to know is, though, that there's Texas. Okay? <laughs> there's Texas. There's still Texas. Yeah, we're Beto. As long uh, as there's Texas. Striking distance. By the way, saw another Beto sign over the weekend in my neighborhood. Oh, whoa. Like the house across the street down two homes. Did you totally I, I think they're just targeting me. I think that's what they're doing. They're yeah. just targeting me. Did you? They're like, uh, we know Fat Gray lives right over there. <laughs> oh, he's going to go nuts over this Beto sign. <laughs> and they plant it in their yard. That's what I think is happening. You TP'd him, right? Over the weekend? No, nah, but I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Call Got me. to. Got to do it. It'll be fun. <laughs> Got to wait till it rains, though. 
TP them and then a giant rainstorm. And do it on a weekday. Right. Because A, they won't see it coming, <laughs> and B, it'll stay out there because they have to run to work and school. They can't clean it up. <laughs> uh, wow. it's, it's aggravating. But hey, we're going to talk to uh, Ted, yeah. Ted Cruz. Senator uh, Ted Cruz will be on Thursday, third hour, top of the third, I think. Yeah, sounds right. <clears throat> I'll ask your producer. All right, yeah. I yeah, think be, so, yes. be good, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... We'll talk to him about what you know, what he feels, what he's seeing. I, I, I bet you know. Obviously, he's seen polls that we're not privy to. Um, I don't know if he'll want to share any of that information. Maybe not. But um, as we're up to what twenty four sightings, yeah, twenty three yeah, or twenty four sightings, a full two dozen statewide of Beto campaign literature. Mm-hmm. A little scary now, uh, but uh, you know, because it's the Beto people that are all fired up. You know, they, they're the ones who want the big change. And I think they just make more noise than the people who love Ted. Mm-hmm. The Ted Cruz uh, people are just, we're fine because he's in office and we don't have to be crazy about it. The Beto people are crazy about it. I hope you're right. Me too. I mean, seriously. I mean, we just I, had a video where a girl was like, oh my gosh, it's like, oh my gosh, it's fish. so stupid. Of course, it's straws. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Of course, it's straws. That's Wait. the most dangerous thing. Why are paper straws better? That requires more trees to be sacrificed. Yeah, I, I wish you would have asked him about that. Paper straws are better. What about the trees? What about the trees? And paper straws suck, and everybody knows it. Yes. That's why there are plastic straws. Because the paper ones are inadequate. But anyway, it's that kind of video that uh, that Facebook stopped almost completely over the past eight days. Now they've apologized. After, after Prager said, hey, we're being heavily censored here, and uh, we don't really know why. They haven't even said why. <clears throat> so Facebook said, we mistakenly remove these videos and have restored them because they don't break our standards. Yeah, that's right. But what what happened in the first place? This will reverse any reduction in content distribution you've experienced. We're very sorry and are continuing to look into what happened with your page. You know what happened with the page. Some a-hole shut it down of their own accord, I'm sure, because they hate Prager you. Because that's who you hire. You hire hateful people who hate the right. That's what you do. I'm just tired of this. Let's just call it what it is. You hate people who are right of center. It's it's not really a uh, a mystery here. And it won't reverse the reduction in content uh, the distribution that they already experienced. That doesn't get back all the videos. That just means that from now, okay, now you can get back to where you were, maybe. It's amazing. Um, the posts that were removed talked about Israel's right to exist. Oh my gosh, the hate. And uh, posited that the Paris Climate Accord doesn't help the earth. An admission by even Al Gore. Al Gore has admitted that it won't do the job. But we're going to do it anyway because it sets a good example. He's been banned from Facebook, right? <laughs> no, no, not quite yet. Oh. No. Mm-mm. Um, and Prager rightfully asked, uh, responded to Facebook's apology by asking, does anybody really believe this was simply a mistake? No. No, of course not. I mean, if you're one of the most gullible people on planet Earth, then you believe it was simply a mistake. But 
you know it was it was willful. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about a product that I I've been using and I love, and it's just going to make you healthier if you use it too. Kale. Well, kind of. Hmm? Uh, kale. We were talking about kale chips last week. Mm-hmm. This will make the dinner bell ring for you. <laughs> you remove kale leaves from the stem, sure, and I then mean, you tear it into bite-sized pieces. The, the kale leaves. Mm-hmm, the kale mm. leaf. And then, and so then you yeah. take those little delicious bite-sized kale pieces of and leaf. you bake them. Oh, mm. wow. Man, is That's, the dinner bell ringing for you yet? That sounds like a science project. <laughs> I mean, this is nasty. So rather than just being super bitter, nasty leaves, <laughs> they're super nasty, bitter chips. Mmm. <laughs> that doesn't help me. Yeah. That's why there's Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. You get the kale in it and you don't have to taste it. It's fantastic. Every serving gives you, uh, every scoop gives you a full serving of organic, organic fruits and vegetables, pre and probiotic, they boost your immune system. There's antioxidant power there. So you just take one scoop and put it in eight ounces of water, your favorite drink, shake, smoothie. It's that easy. And it really does, it flavors it, it sweetens it, it tastes great. Go to brickhousepat.com, try Field of Greens today, get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. Getting kind of psyched for more on trivia to be back. First of all, it means a couple of things. We can have fun every Friday. Mm-hmm. And secondly, football is back. Actually, first, football is back. Second, we can have fun on the Friday. Second hour of this program beginning, what, two weeks? Is yeah. that two weeks from Friday? Uh, wow. Three. Two, yeah, two, three weeks weeks. two weeks from this Friday. Two weeks from this Friday. Okay. So, uh, you know, we'll be back to... The frozen tundra of Lambo Field. The Warriors aligned for the second half. Running back Bronco Nagurski had lost both legs and one arm below the elbow, but hopped out on his torso for the second half. Not like that anymore. It is (laughs) not like that anymore to about the one millionth power. And and it's not the player's fault either. No. Players want to play. Players want to play. Nice job. Look at you. Huh? Huh? Little Taylor Swift there. Haters want to hate. Something, something. Yeah, so it's a penalty for (laughs) tackling now is what you're saying. Literally, now we can't show this because the, the NFL, that's why. Uh, it's the NFL, and you can't show their highlights. I mean, how asinine is that? Especially on the Monday following the action, yeah. let people show and promote your stupid product, you morons. Uh, it's not like you have everybody watching anymore. <laughs> You're right. Okay? 
you're hurting a tad, and you're going to hurt a lot more. Literally, a a guy tackled a quarterback. I mean, just tackled him. But there's so many rules now. Can't lead with your can't lead with your head. Mm-hmm. You can't put your whole body weight on them. What the hell does that mean? So if you tackle, you can't land on them with your body weight. What do you? You got to move to the side while you're tackling them. What? Yeah. So he did all that. He didn't leave his feet. He hit him. He hit him with his shoulder pad. Yep. He was on the side of him, but he brought him down in it in a full tackle. Fifteen yard penalty. Yeah, this is Minnesota roughing the passer, tackling uh, the Jacksonville quarterback. Good. Gosh, so, that's insane. And it happened twice. Yeah, so that was Friday night. And then Saturday night. With Minnesota and Jacksonville. Yeah. And then on Saturday night, a uh, 49er tackled a uh, Texans receiver. Mm-hmm. And it was, the, it was a clean tackle. And it's like, what is happening? Man. And then Richard Sherman, to his Jeez. credit, using his platform wisely now for, for a change. Um, I like it like, better yeah, than I did. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing some interesting he, things lately. He's saying that... We are on the doorstep of flag football, and he's absolutely right. Yeah, that's what this is about to become. Yeah, you're, and you you're already turn it into a sissy sport. Is yeah. that what you want? You, you've already isolated um, a large chunk of your audience, as evidenced by the ratings on the kneeling thing. Crazy. Now you're going to take people like me who are still sticking around for the game itself, mm-hmm. and you're going to take the game away. Um, good luck with that NFL. I never thought I'd see the day where that that friend that league would be on the ropes. Well, you're turning turning it into, and maybe that's why they promoted the flag football game so hard this year. <laughs> they know they're going to be flag football pretty soon. Yeah. We're just getting everybody used to flag football because this is what's coming. Got to groom the audience. <laughs> Did you see how hard the NFL Network pushed that flag football tournament on us? Yeah. It's like I don't care about flag football. It's mm-hmm. it's boring. <laughs> I don't want to watch somebody grab a flag. That's why I didn't play it in seventh grade. We played tackle football through grade school. All of a sudden, seventh grade was flag football again. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> it should have because yeah. everybody else learned all the plays yeah. and got the practice in. And so it hurt me for eighth grade. But man, I didn't want to play flag football. Well, now they're after three years of tackle. Yeah, but now flag football, you're, they're, they're <clears throat> getting you ready for a career in the NFFL. Because that's the, what it's about yeah, to be. The <laughs> National Flag Football League. <laughs> the accounts of this game are brought to you by the National Flag Football League. That's it's embarrassing. Going, it's embarrassing. They better get a grip on it because it's not going well. Uh, and neither is all this censorship stuff. Talking about uh, Facebook limiting PragerU. Uh, over the weekend... Twitter CEO Jack Dempsey? Dorsey. Dorsey. Jack Dorsey admitted, here's a stunning surprise. Hold on. Hmm. If you're driving right now, you might want to pull over to the side. This is going to be a shock to you. Are you going to say this before lunch? (sighs) Man. Some people may not have eaten yet. I mean, Twitter CEO. Hmm. Well, let me, I'll let him break the news because maybe he does it a little more gently. Here is uh, Jack Dorsey. We need to constantly show that we are not adding our own bias, mm-hmm. which I fully admit is is left is is more left leaning. Whoa! Uh, Whoa! I think it's important to Whoa! articulate our bias what? and to and to and to share people huh. with share it with yeah. people so that people understand people us. Understand you, mm-hmm. but we need to remove but. all bias from how we act and our policies and our enforcement. People have these assumptions that. That you're out to get them or something. Uh, that, and which is why transparency matters so much. Yeah. Uh, which is why huh. being open about our own personal views and, and what we think about what's happening is, is important. Uh, uh. And I'll, I'll fully admit that I haven't done enough of that. 
Uh, well, there you go. Mm. That's why people think you're out to get them. Because you are. You have been. But, I mean, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. Good for him. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's more than Zuckerberg has done. <laughs> Although Glenn had a pretty pretty good discussion with Zuckerberg when he went out to uh, Silicon Valley and talked to them at their you know big meet uh, with the with the conservatives. Uh, but I'd rather have him admit that than pretend like no, we're right down the line and everybody's off kilter saying that we're we lean left. We admit it, and then Brian Stelter, what a what a douche he is. Uh, people think you're out to get them. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. From CNN. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you... I mean... And then he admits he hasn't done enough to dissuade people's concerns about this. Uh, there was more, as he described to Stelter how he defines shadow banning. Look, shadow banning is a very widely defined term. There's not mm-hmm. one single definition. Um, mm-hmm. So... Definition that we found that seems to resonate with the most people is, um, yeah. you know, not amplifying mm-hmm. particular messages. Or if someone puts out a, a tweet, hiding that tweet from everyone uh, without that person who tweeted it knowing about it. So, but the real question behind the question is, are we doing something according to political ideology or viewpoints? And, and? we are not. Period. We do not look mm. at content with cool. regards to political not. viewpoint or <laughs> ideology. We look at behavior. Sure. And we use that behavior as a signal to, uh, to add to relevance. Okay. Well, I'm going to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Because at least he's admitting his bias. At least he, he's out there saying, yeah, we want to be transparent. And sure, we lean left, obviously. Uh, but we're not trying to shut people down. Okay. Well, let's see then. Let's see it in your actions. Meanwhile, somebody who has been uh, banned and eliminated and put into timeout in Twitter is Alex Jones. He got some unusual support over the weekend uh, from this guy, Mr. Bill Maher. If you're a liberal, you're supposed to be for free speech. That's free speech for the speech you hate. That's what free speech means. Yes. We're losing the thread of the concepts that are important to this country. If you care about the real American or you don't. And if you do, it goes for every side. I don't like Alex Jones, but Alex Jones gets to speak. Everybody gets to speak. Nice. How about that? That is one thing about Bill Maher. Bill Maher, you can always count on. He, He is a free speech advocate. Yeah. He stands by the First Amendment, at least the free speech part. (laughs) I don't know. He might even stand by the religious liberty part. It seems to me he's done that before. However, uh, you can absolutely take take to the bank because he's been a victim of it. He's been a victim of uh, being eliminated from the discussion when he was on uh, ABC and he did the show Politically Incorrect. Well, the name of his show should have told you everything. Then he said something very politically incorrect at the time, and that was that terrorists were brave and we're cowards because we're just lobbing missiles at him from a long ways away. Well, that shut down his show. He shouldn't shut down his show just for that. I mean, let the free market work it out. People hate that comment. They'll stop watching and he'll go away naturally. But anyway, he's a strong advocate for, for the First Amendment. So that's great. And 
you know, he's right. We have to let people we don't like speak. Really dangerous territory to be doing this to Alex Jones. And we've stood up ever since it happened and said it was wrong. You really shouldn't be doing this. I guess you have the right to as a private industry, but you shouldn't be doing it. 888-900-3393. Also back, I guess, and, and maybe somebody knows uh, how long he's been back. I, I had no idea until he started seeing the clips all over the place of Al Sharpton back on MSNBC, at yes. least on the weekend. Yes. Love that. <laughs> we'll share his brilliance uh, coming up. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh, in fact, Bill Maher made some pretty good statements about Nazis, and it's kind of what we say about all of these guys. Let them let them speak, so we know who they are. Let the socialists speak. Let the commies speak, and go ahead and let the neo-Nazis speak. We got nothing to fear from them on the right. We're, they're not a right-wing organization. Nazis are left-wing. Nazis are as left-wing. As it gets, ultimate big government people who are oppression-based. Uh, That's not the right at all. Anyway, here's what uh, Bill Maher said about letting people speak. As a concept, we have to understand that the way to get rid of hateful things is to the sunlight best disinfectant. And a good example is, wait a second, the yeah. alt-right rally. Yeah. The alt-right, too. The Nazis, remember last year in Charlottesville, they had their rally again. Yeah, 20 hateful. people showed up. Okay, not because we outlawed Mm -hmm. it, but because we let it happen the first time. And these mental midgets found out, oh, (laughs) it's not so great when you do this in public, because then you go back to the office and people don't like you so much. Yeah, but she... Mm -hmm. Brilliant. I mean, it's true. (laughs) But but they're hateful. (laughs) But but they're hateful. So? So what? Let them speak. Then we know they're hateful. And we can either accept or reject them on our own. We don't have to be protected from it. We're adults here. But they're hateful. They're hateful, Pat. So what? what? No, but they're hateful. Shut up, you little worm. <laughs> but they're hateful. And what does that mean? So what? I would much rather. And? Yeah, I would much rather Just embarrass them yeah. than have them hiding from yes. the light. It's like cockroaches. Do you want them to come out so you know they're there and you can kill them? Yes. Well, yeah, but you don't want to kill the right, you don't right, want to kill right. the neonazis. No. So maybe that part is a bad example. But you do but want to know where they're you sailing. You do want to know where they are. Yeah, you want to know where they're sailing their uh, houseboats. Sailing their houseboats? Yeah, yeah, like the guy mm. last week we had. You know? Oh yeah, the, yeah, the guy with the picture in picture. Yes, it was Jason Kessler, uh-huh. and I forget what the guy's name with the boat was. But Whitey McWhiteface. <laughs> I don't know. Patrick Little. Can we see Two of the big stars in the that. neo-Nazi movement. <laughs> stars, yes. These, these were the these are the guys. These are the hyper one of them, the guy in the in the picture in picture, 
He's the actual organizer of Unite the Right. Do we have that? Can we? Yeah. All right. Let's play that again. Just to give you a reminder of of uh, how frightening these guys are. Don't ban this. Big Orthodox crosses on their chest, as Dr. Duke likes to point out, is Jewish. The breaking houses are in Israel. Hey, you get out of my room. <laughs> Sorry, oh, oh, you got a drunk roommate there? No. Something like that. Something. Well, kind of. Uh, I've got uh, yeah. somebody who supports Orthodox uh, Israeli like is we're <laughs> we're at a crosshairs on that stuff. I don't agree with. So great. Clean your room. I'm gonna assume that's a parent there. I'm not sure. Yeah, it is. It's his dad. It's his dad. Uh, Jason, why are you staying with? Are you not staying with an Orthodox Jew, are you? No, it's my father. He wasn't. Basically, <laughs> no. the deal is, is my family watches American You're a loser. And <laughs> oh, no. they watch. And it's constant anti-German propaganda. The Nazis. Oh boy. Uh, the the Jews. <laughs> like and the dude. I'm, I'm stuck in a situation where I have to stay with my family because you do? I at 34 lawsuits and yeah. I can't uh-huh. afford to do that without uh-huh. staying with my family. Sure. But they, they're Life has uh, been pretty expensive the last few months. I still maintain an apartment and this boat in case of eviction, and I trust Shlomo to figure out a way to get me evicted. But if I get in a situation where I can't have an apartment like you're in, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've got. Show us a setup, man. This bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Now I've been sorting out documents. Look at the boat. Look at this boat. Yeah, there we go. This is my baby. Oh, that's baby. his baby. That's pretty sweet, man. <laughs> there's a in the back. Pretty there's a king size bed. Bed. In the right. front, there's a double. Double. Uh, behind that, behind door number uh, two there. Okay. And this table comes sure. down and becomes a king size bed. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry, a twin, a twin bed. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, a twin. I've got it's just a water, toy. a shower. This is my toy from when I used to make good money, and I will be renting it out and stuff to try and cover expenses or else I'll have to sell it at a huge loss. Fund my company, give me some revenue. Uh, I am, uh, my coffers are running pretty low since the election. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, why didn't they find each other? I mean, one guy needs a room, one guy has a room to rent. Right? Right? I mean, look, I'm bringing Seems like together. a good situation. They both hate I love uh, everybody that's not them. Jason Kessler thing. Yeah, force it. He's 34 years old. Well, he's he's the organizer of Unite the Right. Hey, he's got all these lawsuits. Lawsuits to pay for, man. All kinds of lawsuits. Really, which ones? What are you paying for right now? Let us know. Give me one lawsuit that you're currently paying. Hmm. Yeah, I can't do that. And I got to live with my family. Get out of my room. I live with my folks. <laughs> Yeah, I live with my mom and my dad. I'm using their computer in their bedroom right now because I can't afford one. So, well, yeah. You know what? One of his lawsuits <laughs> was um, trying to get the permit for um, Unite the Right 2. Oh, and does it say what he's paying off? <laughs> no. Or what do you want to bet? It's under appeal and he hasn't had to pay anything yet. But, ah. he's, but he's still in his parents' bedroom because that's where the computer in the house is. <laughs> so I, I'm using my dad's computer. <laughs> the internet's he wants only me out room. of his room. <laughs> I told my dad to get Wi-Fi so I can do this in the basement, but it's uh, only in his room. It's a hardline connection. That is, that's the neo-Nazi movement right Ooh, there for you. I'm scared. This is the one that mm-hmm. they're so crazy about. Oh, that we got to be out there protesting the neo-Nazis. Hmm. Do you? A, 24 of them showed up. B, look who they are. 
they're losers. Okay, that that's who you're afraid of. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I got this pretty sweet setup, man. I live in the boat uh, that I bought a long time ago, and I got a double bed, a king size bed. Well, not king size. It's a twin uh, right here, but it's a twin size. <laughs> but I do have hot water. I got hot water oh. in here. I got running water in in this. It's pretty sweet, man, because I got wait, running water. Wait, wait, wait. He said, and then you'll see what's behind door number two. Yeah, because it's only one door. So he realized, you know, his little money hall thing wasn't going to work because it's really only door number one. You'll see what's behind door, door number, number two. two. Gives the door. door. There's a suit. That door, though, it's behind door. that door. There's there's door over there. So, <laughs> I mean, that is the video that just keeps on giving. That's man. priceless. That's priceless. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, Al Sharpton oh. is back in this time. He's incoherent? He's incoherent, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, very. Uh, <laughs> this is amazing all the way through, but especially at the end. I love this clip. He is, uh, here he is, talking about everything that's going on right now. How we He's barking like a dog. Choked. He choked like a dog. Choked like a dog. Choked like a dog. Mm-hmm. We've seen you employ people, expect unwavering loyalty, yeah. teach them tricks and give them treats for a job well done. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like, oh. six figures worth of hush money to silence an alleged affair, for example. Mm-hmm. But the moment they deviate from their good behavior yeah. and fail to fetch, you publicly condemn them publicly. on Twitter with animalistic slurs. Mm-hmm. Steve Bannon was, quote, Dumped like a dog. You tweeted after he was fired. Sally Yates, you said she choked like a dog during her Senate testimony on the Russia investigation. And now Amorosa. That doesn't include all those outside your orbit you've hit with a canine cut down. Like when you referred to black NFL players as sons of well. Well, female dogs. Female dogs. Yeah, but are. I think you might have learned a lesson this <laughs> I week. So. I think Sometime you did. the dog bites back oh. with a book deal. Good and good while deal. we're talking about mm-hmm. female canines, you know what they say about payback? Mm. It's a real well. Well, you, you I'm know. sure you know. Wow, the nicely word I'm delivered. Nice. So, in the nice. words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, right. show some R E S P I C T. Wait, what? <laughs> the next time you get a black woman and a beagle confused, R- remember this. R e s p i c t. I got you. I got you. I got you. He got you. Well, he got. He really got us with the spelling of respect. Right. The alphabet. In the words of legendary Aretha Franklin, R e s p i c t. R e s p i c h respect t. In the words of, of John Cougar Mellencamp, R O X X in the USA. R O K K in the USA. <laughs> in the words of the legendary Bay City Rollers, S A T E R D U Y night. S-A-T-E-R-D-U-Y night. Hey, I gotcha. 
He sure did. He got him. He oh, got wait. him right there. So now, bang! He laid the smack down on I, the respect. I, I, I gotta know. I got. I got. I've got to know. Was that in the teleprompter? Like, was can't it? Be. Can not he, be. Seriously, it can't be. I. I'm not sure if he can't read. Maybe. Or if his sight is going, because uh, I've had to read teleprompters when my, you know, when my contacts were not. Uh, as up to date as they should have been. Okay. And a good example was that night when we were <laughs> we were doing the oh no the thing in the uh, Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, Cowboy Stadium. <laughs> and I could not see the teleprompter. Oh no. And so it was. What was the last thing we kept helping saying? People. Helping people or something or serving serving, serving others, others. others. Yeah, something like that. I don't know, but it was. It was difficult. I could not well, see it. But hold on a second. So if that's the case, bring the stinking teleprompter closer. Okay. Or or know one of the most famous songs of all time, and you don't have to have a teleprompter. That's, that's true. You, you don't know how to spell respect. R-E-S-P-I-C-T. You know that's not the right words. If you've ever heard the song, it's unbelievable. It's truly he seriously is the gift that mm-hmm. keeps on giving. And apparently Amorosa has a bug deal, by the way. A bug deal? It's a bug deal. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but she's got one of those. Wasn't there a boog like uh, synthesizer? I think there was. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Oh, I'm sure that yeah, that's Yeah, he's got a she's got a deal to Buy a Boog uh, synthesizer, which I don't even know if they make them. Actually, it's a Moog synthesizer. Oh, that's it's so, a, it. Wasn't a nice, Boog. Nice try. I see you trying. I'm to trying. Bail out I'm trying to help now. him. I'm trying to help mm-hmm. him. Try to make sense of this, but you can't make sense out of the nonsensical. That's can you? right. R e s p i c t c t. No, Al. Come on, seriously. And I will really. Thank you to the dozens and dozens of people on Twitter this weekend that were. Making sure we were aware of that. And yes. they were waiting for that bullhorn today. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. 888-900-3393. Um, let me tell you about iTarget Pro. This is, a, this is a system that allows you to practice in your own home. So important because even the professionals make mistakes from time to time. And they practice all the time. So how much more important is it for us who aren't professionals to practice more than once or twice a month at best at the range. You could practice every day with this and save so much money, save on ammo, save on the range fees and the gas and all it takes, and be much more prepared. Don't risk being unprepared if, heaven forbid, uh, the uh, unexpected happens. You want to be ready for it. iTarget Pro revolutionized home firearm training. It utilizes your smartphone and their proprietary app. And then a uh, laser comes with this. You put that in into the weapon instead of the bullet. So cool. And it detects exactly where your shots are landing on the target. Really fantastic. And again, it's going to save you a lot of money on ammo because you don't have to use it. So right now, save 10% when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
Gray Unleashed. Triple eight. Nine hundred. Thirty-three ninety-three. Pat Gray Unleashed. Headlines all over the country. Um about how dastardly ICE is. What an organization. We need to shut this thing down. Mainstream media were all up in arms on Saturday after ICE arrested an illegal immigrant who was driving to the hospital with his pregnant wife to deliver their baby. Wow. That's, that's the epitome of hate right there. Bastards. Um, they did leave out one slight detail. Um, or they buried it deep in the story. But many of them actually left this little detail out completely. Yeah, I mean, it's just a small thing, so it's no wonder they left it out. Okay. I mean, you're not going to focus on this. Yeah, he, he was wanted for murder. All right, he killed somebody. But Wait. I mean, she's I thought that to... was impossible. I know, because uh, they're legal, just good, do that. decent, hardworking family people. Yeah. I, you can't separate this man from his family. How, how can you separate him from his family? That's huh. exactly what they did. Wow. While he was driving his wife to the hospital to deliver their baby. Yeah, it, he was wanted for murder, but still. How do you separate him from his family? Uh, they apprehended Joel Arona Lara last Wednesday at a gas station in San Bernardino while, his, while on his way to the hospital. Um. Gas station surveillance footage showed two agents in two black SUVs pull up to the gas station, quickly apprehend him. Agents left his wife at the gas station. She had to drive herself to the hospital. Mm. She said, I feel very bad right now. In Spanish, through an interpreter. Mm. She also alleged her husband had never been in trouble with the law, not even for a speeding ticket. Well, but he, he was wanted for murder. For murder. But that's not a speeding ticket. What is that, like a... It's not even a felony, right? I, well, I, yes, but oh. it's a little teeny one. Yeah, teeny felony. Like. Uh, they also, in another instance of mainstream bias against the Trump administration and ICE, many prominent news outlets framed the story in such a way that would lead a casual believer to think that they just, they didn't care about the baby. They didn't care about the wife. They just wanted to deport this illegal alien. <laughs> Here is the headline at CBS News. ICE detains man driving pregnant wife to the hospital to deliver baby. Slate. ICE officers arrest a man who is driving pregnant wife to hospital for C-section. C-section. So it was scheduled. It wasn't uh-huh. like she was even in labor. Washington Post. ICE arrested a man driving his wife to give birth. She drove herself to the hospital. And time, ICE agents detained a man driving his pregnant wife to the hospital. (laughs) And some of those didn't even include the murder charge. Pretty amazing. ICE explained, uh, Mr. Arona Lara, a citizen of Mexico, legally, illegally residing in the United States, was taken into custody by ICE Fugitive Operations Team Officers in San Bernardino. He's currently in ICE custody, pending removal proceedings with the Executive Office for Immigration Review. ICE continues to focus its enforcement resources on individuals who pose a threat to national security, public safety, and border security. ICE conducts targeted immigration enforcement in compliance with federal law and agency policy. 
and a guy who has committed murder is, uh, you know, on that list of risks to the public safety. But that's how disingenuous the press is. They will do anything to smear ice, anything it takes to open up our border and just say, okay, we've got no border anymore. Everybody who wants to come in, come come on in. It's all y'all y'all come free. This is the same media <clears throat> that gets mad at Trump for calling them out and, and mm. begs us, mm-hmm. no, you got to trust us. Mm-hmm. You got to trust us. And uh, if you don't want to be presented as an enemy of the people, stop acting like it. I mean, that is really bad, really bad to make this guy, to make this agency look as if they just hate all immigrants to the point where even when they're about to deliver a baby, we're going to arrest them and deport them. That's it's pretty despicable. It's so misleading, and they don't care because their only goal here is to hurt Donald Trump and to hurt ICE. Uh, that's why John Brennan is out um, talking about treason. It's, it's kind of strange, though, because on the one hand, he said this to uh, Rachel Maddow on Friday. He, he had been calling Trump treasonous on twitter and uh she asks him about it and here's what he said friday night for the president of the united states to continue to prevaricate on this issue i think does a a great injustice and a disservice to the men and women of the intelligence law enforcement community and does a great disservice to the uh, citizens of the united states and that's why i said it was nothing short of treasonous I didn't mean that he committed treason, but oh. it was a term that I used, nothing short of treasonous. Well, you mm-hmm. didn't mean that he committed treason, though. I said it's nothing short of treasonous. That was the term that I used, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the, yeah. If, we, if we diagram the sentence, nothing short of treasonous means it's treason. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Yes, yes. Uh, she got that right, at least. Nothing short of treason means it's treason. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If it's short of treason, then it's not treason. And, and actually, his tweet um, went beyond just that. He said, uh, this rises to and exceeds the threshold of high crimes and misdemeanors. It was nothing short of treasonous. Not only were Trump's comments imbecilic, he is wholly in the pocket of Putin. Republican patriots, where are you? Okay, so then he kind of walks it back. And then on Sunday, okay. here's what uh, Brennan said. Regret. Essentially accusing the president of treason. Do you do you regret some of the things you have said? Uh, I called his behavior treasonous, which is to betray uh-huh. one's trust and to aid and abet the enemy. And I stand very much by Wait. that uh, claim. You are the former CIA okay. director accusing the sitting hmm. president of the United States. It's not a private citizen. On, a lot of people here, the former CIA this is director. Meet the press on Friday, on Sunday, by the way, after saying to uh, Rachel Maddow that he didn't call him treasonous. Accusing the sitting president of the United States of treason. <laughs> That's that's monum- That's a monumental accusation. Uh, well, I think these are abnormal hmm. times. And I think hmm. a lot of people have, have spoken out against what Mr. Trump has done. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's my, my warning training as an intelligence professional. I have seen the lights blinking hmm. red in terms of what Mr. Trump has done and is doing and is bringing wow. this country down on the global stage. And he's fueling and feeding divisiveness within our country. Seems to be back to it. He's back to treason again. After walking it back and sort of disavowing that statement, 
Yeah, no, I, I then I changed it back. Yeah, I, yeah, it's treason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Whew. Uh, we'll share with you what is superior, uh, in the governmental hierarchy had to say about him over the weekend. Uh, James Clapper had something interesting to share about John Brennan. Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi, it's Pat, and I want to tell you about another podcast that I think you're going to love. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us talking about the news stories that we think are important every day and why those stories matter to you. The News and Why It Matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed saves eighty four tweets. It's been my first time actually seeing Pat do his Al Sharpton. It's usually oh. just been on the radio. I didn't realize that Pat actually used a bullhorn. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> keeping it real all up in here, yo. <laughs> real recognize real, yo. Wait, what? Uh, greatest thing ever. When my two-week trial is over, I'm subscribing. Thank you, Sabes. Uh, Rolly D, Al Sharpton makes me have a hot burn. Anyone say Rolades, R-O-L-L-A-D-E-S? <laughs> <laughs> I think Al Sharpton is a real-life run burgundy in which he'll read anything off of the teleprompter. <laughs> anything. Nice. Um, also, shiny American patriot. It's fun to stay at the YMVA. Could be a mistake, or or it could be a place for vets. Oh, uh, Don says uh, was on patrol in Pflugerville and saw at least twenty Beto signs. Oh no, no, this is in no. Travis County, so full of uh, Cali libs. Mm-hmm. Oh my, like replants that came over. Oh, good golly. See now. Oh no, honey, twenty. That would put us in the forties then. I mean, yeah, our all our sightings together. Because we got a call a few weeks ago from somebody in El Paso who li- who lives in El Paso, and he said he he hasn't seen any. Was it none or one? It was really low, and that's that's where he's from. Yeah, and somebody just tweeted out. So we're up to forty five. If you if you want to throw in those twenty, oh my, that's I just mean, not good. That's, that's not good. Statewide votes. Mm. Wow. What 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 I'm saying is that's not good. G U D. No, wait. Good. Ow. That ain't good. Oh, please. Just read. G U U D. Read the teleprompter, Ow. It's in there. I can't see it from here, but I know how to spell, Keith. Okay, then get closer. G U U D. Good. Wait, you even spelled it differently this time. All right. Ow. Triple eight, nine hundred No hollaback girl. B A N N A N N E S. Bananas. Bananas. All right. That was a Ooh. lot of N's. A little hollaback to the hollaback girl spelling. 
Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This is a fascinating story. One of the <clears throat> big main leaders now of the YouTube movement, Asia Argento. She was one of the first to accuse Harvey Weinstein, I think, of rape. And so she's been out there at the forefront. Her boyfriend was, um, uh, what's his name, who just took his own life? Oh. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Bourdain, uh, Anthony Bourdain. Yes. Bourdain. Um, he jumped on board with her wholeheartedly. So she's been a leading figure in this. Um, and in the months that followed her revelations about Weinstein last October, she quietly arranged to pay $380,000 to her own sexual abuse accuser, Jimmy Bennett, a young actor and rock musician who said she sexually assaulted him in a California hotel room years ago when he was only two months past his 17th birthday. She was 37 at the time. So the age of consent in California is 18. That claim and the subsequent arrangement for payments are laid out in documents between lawyers for Argento and Bennett, a former child actor who once played her son in a movie. The documents, which were sent to the New York Times through encrypted email by an unidentified party, including a selfie dated uh, May 9th, 2013, of the two lying in bed. As part of the agreement, Bennett, who's now 22, gave the photograph and its copyright to Argento, who's now uh, 42. Uh, Three people familiar with the case said the documents were authentic. So she paid this kid $380,000 to keep quiet. She's got her own uh, sexual predator situation going on, apparently. That's pretty amazing. Jeez. Um, his notice of intent, the Mr. Bennett's notice of intent, asked for $3.5 million in damages for the intentional infliction of emotional distress, lost wages, assault, and battery. Um, he made more than $2.7 million in the five years before 2013 with Argento, but now his income has dropped to an average of 60000 a year, which he attributes to the trauma that followed the sexual encounter with Argento. Now, the chauvinism in society would say, please, what man would be so traumatized by having sex with a woman, an attractive one at that, that he can't get out and earn a living anymore. Isn't that what most of us in society would say? But you wouldn't say that if this was a a woman. So I guess you can't now, right? You can't say that. In October, a month before Bennett sent his demand for money, the New Yorker published an article by Ronan Farrow that included Argento among 13 women who accused Weinstein of harassment and rape. It's going to be an interesting situation to see how this is handled now. Because now the shoe's on the other foot. And will it be as big a deal? Or are we going to be sexist now? Are we going to remain sexist and say, ah, please. The guy loved it. He loved every minute of it. Now he's trying to, and he might be just trying to milk her for money. I don't know. Hard hard to say. But in this environment... What, what happens to the man is he instantly loses all credibility and usually he loses his job. 
and is kind of ostracized from polite society. Period. You're done. Okay, bye-bye. Now, is that going to happen to uh, Asia Argento? I don't know. It shouldn't happen to anybody until they've been proven guilty. But man, that is just, that's not the case anymore in our society. We just all, I mean, it's like Hillary Clinton said, women have a right to be believed. And no, they don't. They have a right to be taken seriously, but they don't have the immediate right and the automatic right to be believed. That is as un-American as anything you could possibly say. Innocent until proven guilty is one of our one of the staples of our society, I would say. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. But in this environment where everybody's so angry all the time, I mean, you think about uh, there was a, a guest on CNN who just lost his cool <laughs> over security clearance this weekend. <laughs> Uh, CNN national security analyst Philip Mudd <laughs> goes insane over Paris Denard's comments on the salaries of those who have a security clearance. This yeah. is over the debate about uh, Clapper and Brennan and whether or not they should continue to have their yeah. security clearance. That's what we've been saying. Right. We've been saying on the show, why? why? After you're out why? of why office, do you out of the uh, job, mm-hmm. why do you have a security clearance? Uh, well, he took issue with that. Oh, here it is. A lot of these people that have these security clearances, and this is the secret in, in, in the swampy Washington, D.C., they have them and they keep them because it's profitable for them after they leave government. Because if you have a security clearance, especially high-level security clearances, your contracts and your consulting gift pay you a lot more money because of the access that you have. I hope the president continues to do this, and I hope he adds Omarosa to the list, because if she has a clearance, she too, because of her actions... Uh, should have it revoked. Well, I don't know if I'd put Amoroso in the same category as the 75 people who signed those letters, but Phil Mudd, I imagine you want to react. Profitable Paris, when I am requested to sit on an advisory board, let me ask you one question. How much do you think I'm paid to do that at the request of the U.S. government? Give me one answer and you got 10 seconds. How much? I'll give, I'll ask you a question. How much are you paid for your consulting the contracting gig? For, for being a for I have no contracts with the U.S. government that pay money. I'm not ta- zero. And this is the thing. When I'm not talking when I'm about asked what the to offer advice to the U.S. government, Phil, I let's be honest. Zero. Phil, let's be That's honest. It. I'm not talking about your role with the federal government. I'm talking about oh, the contracting gigs that you get about from General being a consultant and a contractor. The <clears> consulting <throat> firms <throat> that they form and that you all get is because you get more money when having a consultant before having the security uh, clearance. That Stop is acting like that doesn't happen. I have zero consulting relationships with the U.S. government. That's not what he's saying, idiot. That's a good talking point. I'm not talking about relationships with the government. Mm. I'm talking about in the private sector. When you have a security clearance and you keep it. I have zero relationships with the private sector that involve my security clearance. Zero. I get zero dollars from consulting companies that deal with the U.S. government. Are we clear? Well, I will be clear (laughs) in saying that everybody in Washington, D.C. knows if you don't want to be honest about it, that's on you. But if you have a security clearance and you keep it, you get more money to have it. We're done. Get out. Phil, it's not your show. Well, so I'm staying right here. Don't be defensive about Get this. Out. Don't Boy. be so defensive about this. Boy. Your voice is still wow. here. You can still do whatever you Boy. want. Let's, let's but the politicalization beat. of the intelligence community under this administration, <laughs> with the people coming on here every day, tweeting and talking about this administration, you all have made mm-hmm. it about politics, let's, let's not take, the president. Let's take a beat here for a second <laughs> and, and feel like... Yeah, wow. That's where we are in this country, though. Guy goes absolutely out of his mind. <sighs> 
Did we strike a nerve there, Phil? Yeah, right. Phil, what, it, I mean, calm down, buddy. And D- I, dude, take I'm, a breath. I'm sorry that I'm not familiar with Paris Denard, but I feel like I should. I like to. I like him. I, I don't know that I've seen him on awesome. these shows before. He just kept us cool. He sure did. He, he kept, won. Yeah, he, he kept stating facts. Won. I love it when when Phil Mudd's <clears throat> like, "We're done. Yeah. Get I, out, Paris. Get Denard's out. Like, you, you can't throw me off a show that's not yours." <laughs> and then he's like. Uh, you know, basically, your mic's still on. I mean, you can still speak. What do you mean we're done here? You're done. Get out! Get out? It's it's not your show, Phil. So. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> really good stuff. Uh, and that's my understanding, too, is that they make a lot more money because they have security clearance. So that, you know, they know what's going on in the world currently. So the people that consult with them know that they're kept in the knowledge of all the things that are going on out there. Right. So, of course, they make more money for, with that. And Well, sorry. Yeah, Mr. Mudd, me think you doth protest too much. Uh-huh. Just a tad. <laughs> Losing weight and keeping it off can be tough, and probably most of us have tried the prepackaged meals. Oh, gosh. Are and they it, tasty? And no, oh. and but they work because hmm. you're eating... Just little teeny portions, aren't you? You're oh. just a little teeny so portion. starve yourself to death. And yeah, and then once you stop eating those pre-packaged little teeny portions, you just gain the weight back. Mm-hmm. There's a better way to do this. It's called Riduzone. So with proper nutrition, diet, and exercise, Riduzone will help you lose the weight. And more importantly, help you keep those pounds off afterward. That's the really, for me, that's the toughest part. It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement that took the good stuff in olive oil, the OEA, and that's been shown to boost metabolism and reduce appetite. So if you're at that age where it's really tough, and that age is, I mean, almost every age, because it just is hard, give Riduzone a try today. It's Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. RidUZone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com, promo code PAT to get 30% off the three-month supply. It's RidUZone.com. You're listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Of course not. Never, never do that. Oh, be cheating. oh, we'll be watching cheating don't cheat man pat gray returns and there's our more on trivia official helmet except it's not uh, on the glenn beck program anymore it's right here oh, on yeah. pat gray unleashed mm-hmm. but you see the the proper spelling there's it's more on trivia it's not more we're not calling anybody a more don't rush through the 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 phraseology mm-hmm. there. it's more on trivia mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of interesting. ESPN may have just, they might have actually been listening to this show because this is what we've said from the beginning. Stop, just don't, don't show the national anthem. ESPN's been uh, suffering from some ratings declines to the point where they've had to lay off significant numbers of staffers. And some of that, some of the problem is that the NFL ratings are down. So they've tried everything they could to get the ratings back up. Nothing's really worked. Now they will not broadcast the national anthem before Monday Night Football 
<clears throat> in the NFL games this this year. That's according to uh, ESPN president Jimmy Pitaro. He said we generally have not broadcasted the anthem, and I don't think that'll change this year. Our plan going into this year is to not broadcast the anthem. Well, I mean, that's a simple solution, right? And then they don't get the publicity they're seeking. We don't get pissed off. All right, go ahead. Just let us enjoy the football game. He says, but here we go. Again, that could change. It's unpredictable what could happen in the world, but as of now, we're not going to film it. Wow, way to take a stand. It. Yeah, is that so power? We won't, but maybe. Well, we, we will, didn't. But... We're not going to, but maybe we might. <laughs> maybe. We've communicated that to the NFL. They've not asked. Uh, uh, they've not asked, but as a courtesy and good partner, we have to let them know what our plans are. Huh? What an idea! Again, we suggested this a while ago because doesn't that remove the incentive for this? Again, because we're so tired of all of the off-season protests from the NFL players who feel so strongly about social justice. Mm. They just, they ooze social justice feelings. And that's why you see them everywhere during the off-season. Either that or nowhere. I'm not sure which. I (laughs) get those two words mixed up sometimes. Oh, Mr. Sharpton, is that you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh-oh. Either the NFL players are everywhere during the offseason or they're nowhere during the offseason. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> okay. So it's one of those two. We'll, uh, we'll just uh, do some research. And then it'll be interesting to see how uh, ESPN sticks to this or not. Uh, Jerry Jones hopes, though, as far as some of these rule changes are concerned, Mm -hmm. good golly, the tackling rule, I I don't even know what you'd do if you're a defensive player or special teams player who's got to bring somebody down now. What are you going to do? It's two-hand touch. It's almost what it's come to now. Mm -hmm. I mean, two legitimately what would have been, in any common sense world, just regular tackles in the NFL were called... uh, roughing the passer and one was unnecessary roughness against a wide receiver over the weekend so you got that and then after saturday's preseason game against the Bengals, uh sherry and williams asked uh jerry jones for his impressions of the prohibition on lowering the helmet to it lowering the helmet to initiate and make contact with an opponent so you lower the helmet to go tackle what does jerry jones think of that well i didn't like it I saw one play that our rookie running back, a run that he made, and for whatever whatever the reason, we all thought, well, maybe they're looking at that. Then we thought, if that were viewed as a violation of the helmet rule, well, they ran it back, and it was okay even with a closer look. But it was close enough to have everybody thinking, surely he's not going to get a penalty for that. Yeah, in other words... We have no idea what to expect when the season starts. Yeah, he's saying it very badly, but that's <laughs> that's what it means. It has you wondering or thinking, surely we're going to use common sense at the end of the day relative to lowering of the head. <laughs> so he's just hoping common sense is going to eventually prevail when the regular season rolls around and they won't call these things penalties when they're not. Yeah. Yeah. So, and now we've got a female referee, you know, 
Yeah. And, uh, oh, t- well, in the NFL? Yeah, I think last year she was in there. But Tom Sheehan uh, sends out a, a fun picture of a of the mm-hmm. NFL referee, the female referee. And it says that, uh, see, now you can be penalized for something that happened three years ago. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Referee throws the flag. Coach says, oh. for what? Ref says, nothing. It's fine. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> That's funny. But <laughs> is he going to get it? Who said that? Tom Sheehan tweeted that out to us. That's uh, funny. At Pat Unleash. Oh, okay. Hashtag put oh, that I in thought your it was, I thought it was oh, you thought, no, one no, of no. the players. No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, that. It, he'd be booted out of the NFL for that. <laughs> Very funny, Tom. Good nice. Stuff. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So we've got a woman referee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just for good measure, we have a male cheerleader. Oh, no, we've got a couple. Uh, yeah, but they they showed one of them uh, with the Saints. Yeah, and the others are the they're, Ravens. They're called the Saints-Sations. And now it's Saints-Sational that they have a, a man out there dancing with them. One, one guy and about, I don't know, 20 women. It's interesting. To look at who who was the other one? Uh, I thought it was the what Ravens. Ravens. Maybe it's the Colts. I don't know, but it was one of the two. Finally, 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 they've broken this ground, and don't we all think it was about time? Absolutely. Seriously, if there's one thing no. that's been lacking mm-hmm. in our football experience, it's a male cheer cheerleader out there dancing with the with the girls. Um. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun trip to the stadium for me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. After spending about here's the story on this. <laughs> After spending about $100 on lower bowl tickets and driving two and a half hours from Lafayette, uh, Tracy Hernandez was serious. She took her seat near midfield of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome on Friday night. It wasn't the preseason game the Saints were about to play against Arizona that worried her. The dance instructor hardly watches football. What mattered to her was how her son, Jesse, would fare in his debut as the first ever male member of the Saints stations. Mm. Oh, I got to see this. The New Orleans dance team, the Saints Stations. So let's, there there he is. There he is with a high leg kick with all the girls. I'm just glad he's dressed differently than the girls. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, that at least that is something. Um, So his mom was, as soon as he started dancing, she was fine crowd in the stadium was the biggest Jesse had ever performed in front of since his dancing career began 23 years ago at the age of two. The teasing and taunts he braved when he became the first boy to perform on the dance team at North Vermilion High School in his hometown still stung Tracy, but she calmed herself by reciting Jesse's achievements up to this point. Competitions he's won, instructor gigs, stint coaching the dance team for a minor league hockey franchise in Lafayette. Mm. That she herself once danced for. So dancing runs in the family. Mm-hmm. She remembered how countless people had come up to her afterward. Uh, broken up, the Jeff, Jesse, Jesse had made the Saints stations and told her we're proud of him. We support him. Give him our congratulations. Even burly men visiting the Harley-Davidson motorcycle shop where she works have done that. So... She admitted being a little annoyed at online commentators who in recent weeks had insulted... Her huh? son's masculinity. Whoa. That's uncalled for. Where did that for. come from? What a I don't know. Field. That is uncalled for. Stop it. All right. Stop it. Come on now. Whoever you are, wherever, stop it right now. Fortunately, mom brushed him aside as kickoff approached. Mm. Those people just need to get over it, she said. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. We're in 2018. Yeah, Things shouldn't be just for men or just for women. Thank you. Yeah. There's no place in this society for that. No. The, we should be able to do everything a girl does and everything a, everything boys do, girls should be able to do. Besides. That's why the NFL, yeah. when they run that commercial that they run, over and over and over again for play football or play 60 or whatever it is, mm-hmm. the one with uh, Travis uh, Kelsey yeah. at the end of it, they've inserted several girls that say, hey, good luck stopping me this year. And me. And me. So I'm so glad they did that and destroyed the perception that football is for boys. Yeah. And, and to this male uh, dancer's and mom's mm-hmm. credit, she's absolutely right. It's 2018 where nothing makes sense. Um, right. Particularly in the NFL where um, you now have dude dancers and um, mm-hmm. tackling is now illegal. Yes, I it's mean, all part of the it's same situation, but it's but it's but great. Again, but it is it's great. Great. Like I'm just saying, it doesn't make sense. But is it's there still anything great. better than this? No, no, there I is not. I can't think of anything. Nothing. Anything that comes to mind that would be better than a dude dancing on dude, a football field. Dudes dancing. It's a. I love the alliteration, and I I actually love it when it happens me out too. on the football field. Hashtag me too. Congratulations, yeah! Jesse. The male dancer for the Saints-Sations. Trailblazing. Uh, yes. We, we've got uh, Jeffy coming up. He's done some dancing in his oh, day. Jazzercise. Don't dance in here, please. Jeffy size. Knock stuff over. It's really it's ugly. terrific. We'll have to dig that up. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. And Jeff Fisher is here to uh, chew the fat. Happy Monday. Good to see you. Many times do I have to tell you, there's no such thing as a happy Monday. No, of Stop course it. there is. No. Of course there is. No, there is not. Well, when Jeffy comes in here, it Thank makes you. it happy. Thank you. For right? a couple people. It's right? A, right? Right? It's, uh, you know, it is a national radio day. Oh, uh, hmm. So I just want to, you know, say hello and give uh, R-E-S-P-I-C-T. To, uh, to all the people. <laughs> to radio. radio. Yeah. I love you. Yeah, good. And, uh, you know, good for you. And wow. it's, it's national. That was some respect. That uh, was good. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. Just remember, mm-hmm. Pat. You know that. Mm-hmm. And all the people on, on radio right now mm-hmm. that are working in radio, mm-hmm. if uh, mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Also remember R O X K in the USA. R O X K in the USA. So good. You, you to do see know that Albert. radio oh, yeah. was invented in West Virginia in 1872-ish. Yes. 1872. Mm-hmm. This is a fun little thing what? I'll be posting at Hangry Keith. But 1866. I'm sorry. <laughs> Crazy. By, that's yeah. what I was going to say. By a dentist. Like, don't act like you don't know Melon Loomis. Have they really taken that away from Marconi and give it? Gave it to this guy? No, but there is a, a, a historical marker there in West Virginia about this guy. You're going to love this story. I'll print it up for mm, you. Okay. We'll tweet it out. It's going to be Do awesome. Mm-hmm. So they've, okay. they've given it to the West Virginia guy. Right. Hmm. Some right. dentist? 
Some dentist. Yeah, he sent wireless signals Perhaps across the mountain. Perhaps he needed to work on the teeth in West Virginia uh, <laughs> instead of working <laughs> on radio projects. <laughs> I heard you talking about the uh, male cheerleader, and we talked about uh, you know coming to the NFL finally uh, a couple weeks ago. Yes, finally, and we talked about Jesse and how exciting it was for him, and, mm-hmm. and uh, what a great what a great deal it was for him. I have mm-hmm. a real problem with uh, Jesse. Now, there's he's the one with New Orleans. <laughs> the Rams have two. Oh, the Rams have two, two, two males. Yes, two males. this year. Okay. So I mean, the breakthrough is. Tremendous. It's on, like Donkey Kong. You can't put this genie back in the bottle. But, nope. Why would you, you want? To, why would you want to? Yeah, you and wouldn't. Look, you wouldn't look, want to. As as quoted, walking out of the stadium uh, the other night, the fans mm-hmm. uh, said it's the new normal. It's the new normal. It. Yeah. New normal. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I have a real problem with this whole thing. Why? Why is he empty-handed? No pom poms. Mm. Skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. He should be dressed in short shorts no, and the same should. thing as the cheerleaders no, he with should the bomb bombs with he the girls. Not. Yes, he should. No, that is agonizing. <laughs> if I was the girls, I'd be pissed. I mean, he looks just like a guy that ran onto the field. I'm going to be with the cheerleaders and dance around. Well, it does. Look at that. It it does, like a, it's like a drunk fan yeah. out there. <laughs> it does on. stand out because of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, put. I'm, but they're I'm wearing saying, a little short dress thing, and you wouldn't want to put little, him in that. The little skirt skirts. Oh, but, I didn't even notice what the girls were wearing. I'm glad you pointed that out for my benefit. But yeah. there's no reason for him to uh-huh. be in, in long pants and a shirt different than the cheerleaders. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. It's well, uniform it's time, right? Yes. So either they need to be dressed with pants and, and a shirt. Right. Or he needs to be in a dress. I'd, it like, should, I'd it prefer should be. the other way. Mm-hmm. I'd prefer the other way, to be but honest But sh- it should be uniform. That's yes. for sure. Yeah. Yes. That's, uniform that's uniform. Because that doesn't look right. Take no, the sex not. out of it. It just doesn't. Yeah. It looks like he's just it, there. Seriously. I, I th- when you look at it from the far away shots, he looks like a drunk fan. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for him to get tackled mm-hmm. and just getting drug out oh, of it. Oh, then a 15-yard penalty would have ensued. Well, yeah, you can't. Ta- ta- you not can't too hard. Anymore. I didn't say we yeah. get tackled hard. Remember Jack Lambert, middle linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, part oh, yeah. of the, part One of the of greatest the Super linebackers Bowl of all ever. time. Yep. I remember an interview with him once, and this is back in the seventies or eighties, whenever it was the end of his career. And he then said, "I don't know what they're going to do with these rules. I guess we're just going to have to have the quarterbacks wear a dress." <laughs> and that was then. that was then. Wow. I mean, uh, wow. Come Jeez. on. Well, yeah. The, did you see the tackles that were ridiculous that were penalized? It's unreal. It hurts. Okay. Man. Seriously, it hurts. this is going and and it honestly makes me wonder if that isn't the reason the I know, NFL pushed flag football so yeah, hard this good, year. That was a good look. I heard you say that, and I thought, you know, that might be uh, maybe because maybe that's where they're going in order not to be sued, in order not to have this. Hysteria about CTE and all the other right. things. Maybe that's where they're going. I don't know. It's good, but I'll tell you this: it kills the game. It oh. kills the game. There will be no NFL. I mean, you'll be over if you go to flag football. That's stupid. And if look, if we're gonna stupid. have to, and if we're gonna have to stop the game mm-hmm. every time somebody gets hit, what's perceived as too hard mm-hmm. from a referee? Yeah. The game, we will never have a game over. Well, for a guy like Jack Lambert, that's what he prided himself oh, yeah. on. He hit people so hard. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and knocked guys, their shoes off. And, and, even, and even in years where people, you know, will remember John Lynch from the Super Bowl oh, Tampa yeah, Bay Buccaneers. Time. I mean, mm-hmm. he made his living hitting mm-hmm. people with his helmet. Yeah. That's why fans loved him. Yeah. Helmet first. Now, you know, is he paying for it today? Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. But. 
I mean, when you ask those players, well, and what's when you ask face? those players if you're hurt, would you do it again? Shazier paid for it last year with the with the uh, Steelers, and he led with his helmet, and it paralyzed him. Right now, he's coming back from that, but that's a slow and really long oh, process. Really long process, yeah, really. Long. And I'll bet he'd like to have that back. Well, uh, you know, it's maybe just not, not smart maybe not. to lead with your head. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing it. You know, and most of the players, when asked if they would do it again, all say yes. You know, I mean, I would say the, the the vast majority of players lead with their helmet. They would no, no about playing and getting hurt. Oh, and w- would do it again. You know, would play the sport and do it. Oh again. yeah, they'd play almost uh, all you, of them. You may be right with the lead the head. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's you know, leading with your head is not smart. No, it, and even when I was in football, they they told us not to don't tackle with your head. Because my coach told me to do it. Did he really? No, it's like keep your head up when you tackle. Because oh, yeah. first of all, you want to see them if they move. No, yeah, I was just joking. I was yeah. waiting for you to. I see, because it's you. I just thought, I threw you a line. Of, see, I wasn't, into, I wasn't into Bash I know, Jeffy I, mode. I, that ain't wow. me, my oh. friend. That ain't me. I, I don't play that game. Right, well, thank you. As you know. I apologize. <laughs> okay. Because wow. I, 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 you kind of hurt me I, I thinking I that I would you know, take a cheap shot at you like and that. you got a no. short memory. Did you I leave with your head I even, too I much when you played football? Be it for me to take a cheap I mean, I, shot at I, I, Jeffy I, I, Fisher. I threw it to you. No, no. Underhanded to you. No, honey, no. Take it. That's... That's not me. <laughs> That's not you. Okay, noted. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. big movie this weekend. Uh, crazy Asians or Crazy Rich Asians what is or whatever that about? the heck. First of all, know. what it's a just... horrifically racist title. Thank you. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not. I can't. Oh, honey, can't. no. No. And, uh, you know, I'm surprised. I know Glenn said he saw it. Uh, I th- oh, the Crazy Rich Asians? I thought he was going to go see uh, Alpha. Uh-huh. Uh, with the, I went and saw that with my daughter. It was Alpha. okay. What is it that? Okay. okay. The first it was all right. First dog right. ever. It, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much the first dog ever. Is yeah, that what it wolf is? Yeah. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it supposed made... to be, it's titled as 20,000 years ago in Europe. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know that it's 20,000 years ago, but you know, it's. Well, it was back. number four. So you had Crazy wow. yeah, Rich Asians at number one with 25 million. And it's first week out. Only costs 30 to make, so that's going to make some good money. Oh, man, no kidding. The Meg is already second. Yeah. 83.7 million. That cost 130 million to make. They might, they might not make that back. Do that one. Mile 22. I don't know anything about that. 13 million. Mission Impossible. Mm. Still hanging around. Still there. And it's up to 180. Ooh. 180 million. Cost 178 to make. I thought it'd be over two by yeah, now. That's, th- that's a better movie than that. Yeah. Uh, Alpha was number five uh, at 10.5 million. Yeah. Now, I, f- I finally saw, and this is going to surprise you probably, Keith. I finally saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, I didn't, oh nice. I didn't like it at all. Really? I didn't like it. Mm-mm. And my See, wife you hated were the only, it. You were the only one I heard say wow. that they loved it. No, I'm uh, Glenn loved it. He Man. called it the best of the series. Now I got to reevaluate my life now. Yeah, I think you do. Ooh. I didn't like it. And part of that might have been, Jackie's vibe rubbing off on me because she hated it the whole time. I, hated it. I was gonna go because she had, she had no interest in it. She's done with the Marvel thing. And I was just gonna go by yeah. myself, and then she's at the last minute decided to come along. That's so, when you just say no, baby. No, no, no just baby. stay home. There's some dusting. I can't do put or something. You through it. <laughs> she ruined it for you. Dusting. Huh? <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. that would go over so yeah. well. I mean, no, you the, just stay. Do, yeah, pumpkin. There's got to be do the look, dust. Do the, use the extender. Get above the curtains and in the corners today. Oh okay. yeah, you don't want to be leaving cobwebs yeah, up there. I don't have when I get home, that. look, it's right. a two-hour movie. By the time I get back, this place should be. Spotless. And look, I'm going to be. By the time I get back from the movie, I'm going to be beat. I'm going to be tired. I'm going to need my feet rubbed. You know, I'll tell you another thing too. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to have at the theater, but I'm still going to be hungry. So. <laughs> Sandwich time. <laughs> this is all helping. This is all I, helper oh, oh, stuff. Man. Yeah, it's oh, good. Yeah, good I stuff. can't believe I got to talk to her it's about that because that movie was great. But, but let me tell you about this. Okay. Oh, I've, no, maybe no, you have the same thing I do. Go ahead. So let me hear what you have to say about I'm the sure weekend box. Right. I'm sure you're headed to the Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yes. Exactly where I'm I was sure going. You're headed to the Kevin Spacey because it so great. was out of control. Huge. <laughs> yeah. Big. Big. Uh, congratulations because uh, <laughs> congratulations opening, <laughs> opening day. <laughs> for uh, billionaire boys, who billionaire was, boys, billionaire boys, it was released uh, on video on demand first a little oh, while ago. Was it so really? A lot of people may have already seen already it. saw it. Yeah, sure. That's you know, what it went, so that they, cut into the box office. It, it a little cut bit. into the box office a little <laughs> bit. So opening day, they cranked out 126 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, hundred and twenty-six dollars. Twenty-six dollars on opening day, and look, if you think to yourself, "Well, maybe it was just because that was Friday, people had things yeah. to do." Yeah. yeah, you know, Saturday's usually date night. I there think. Okay, yeah. So you know, it got another hundred and sixty-two dollars <laughs> on Saturday. Whoa! So you did better the next day. Yeah. Thank you. So <laughs> thank you. So what about Sunday though? So uh, for the full weekend. Uh, uh, full weekend. Here we go. Full weekend. Full, here we go. Now, full I weekend. Will, no, what? Eight hundred million. Just a it went from shy. like two hundred and eighty dollars yeah. to eight hundred yeah, million. People finally heard about it. <laughs> okay, Saturday, right, they word about right, and they and know it's Kevin the, Spacey, right. whom they love. And so the four people that saw so it, just, word just underneath the, just underneath of that. Where um, are we for the six, week? Whole weekend. Now, yeah, the whole week. To be fair, six hundred and eighteen dollars. <laughs> that's the entire. Uh, that's the be, entire weekend, or is that one day? Is that Sunday? That's the whole. That's a whole six hundred and eighteen dollars. Now. Really, to be kind of fair, it was almost like they wanted it to be this bad because they only released it like in eleven theaters total. They didn't eleven. They didn't do any promotion. They didn't do any of that. You know, okay. it was just. You know, I, I got it. It was you know, it's Kevin, and I, let's beat him up, and we don't like him anymore, and we hate him. Right? You know, he, yes. He used to put his hands on boys' pants. He's a bad guy. Uh-huh. But uh, you know. They didn't give it any promotion. They released it video on demand. The reviews weren't that good anyway. While I haven't seen it, I didn't I didn't purchase it video on demand, and that usually is a, a sign when it's released straight to mm-hmm. video on demand that there was an issue. But they're coming in. Uh, now, that, look, a lot of movies, we talked about what crazy uh, rich agents they spent. How much on that movie? $25 million, you said? Something like that? Uh, 30, 30, million, million. $30 million. Right. Mm-hmm. $30 million. And, and uh, they spent hundred over $100 million on on Meg. My gosh, hundred thirty. So, so, Billionaire Boys Club is just—you know—they're close below that. They're a little closer to making a profit because mm-hmm. they only spent fifteen million. Whoops! Jeez! Whoops! And it made six hundred and eighteen dollars. That's an unfortunate so. title for a, a Kevin Spacey movie as well. Uh, yeah, Billionaire Boys Club. I mean, I like Kevin. I, I'm I, well. I think a lot of people do, but you know, we like his acting. Yeah, I like his work. But you know, as a as a guy, he's reprehensible. I know. And, and it really, it really turned out that way that he was just a, yeah, a really, really bad. And guy. especially when just about everybody knew about it, and and yes. now we find that out too. And they all let it go. You just look the other way all that time, Hollywood. They all let it go because they. What all, a bunch of hypocrites! What a bunch of douchebag hypocrites! Bunch of money, you thanks bet. to Kevin Spacey. You bet they didn't care. 
They couldn't care less how many boys were abused. And fortune didn't care. And oh, that's just Kevin. You know, just Kevin being the guy in the corner. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's okay. Yep, it's pretty pretty sickening. Yeah, it is. It really is. Shouldn't surprise you. It's Hollywood. I I know. Mm -hmm. I know. But then we find out that you know it. We have that in the Catholic Church too. I mean, I don't want to get into the Catholic Church thing, but you know, it's just Mm. people looking the other way when Mm -hmm. it's you know. When it's when it's hard to stand up, yeah. I mean, sometimes you, it is hard. You got it's hard for the victims too because they don't. I don't think they want to, you know, publicize that they've been humiliated already. They don't want more of it. I know. It's sad. It's hard. So it's sad. Mm-hmm. And I also noticed something uh, this weekend while I was uh, binging a, a show on Netflix. Would you binge? Uh, Spotless. I don't know it. Spotless. It's a. a show about uh crime guys a, a death scene cleaner you know cleans up dead bodies and it's just mm. there's only one season and i had watched most of it already but I, I really like it so i didn't have anything else to watch okay we've got uh we've got uh uh ozark season two coming out at the end of this month i'm looking forward to that but i noticed while streaming that between episodes, mm-hmm. uh, Netflix is starting mm-hmm. to add uh, promos. I think they're testing this. Yes, they are. And they may have to stop because they got a lot of angry people. Now, I would say I wasn't angry. I was just like, oh, come on. They're ju- they just promoted stuff between it was just promos, episodes. Between right? episodes. Instead yeah. of like it, it, it comes hey, up. Hey, if you like this, try this. Right. Which I'm, I kind of get. I understand because yeah. they do give you, uh, you know, hey, if you watch this on your on your feed, mm-hmm. shows to watch, and it is a promo. Just don't and do you what can Hulu does. It. I I well, hate and, the base Hulu thing. Well, and that's what I was going at is that I, I, in fact, I didn't get an answer from Twitter, but I did tweet them. I was expecting an answer if they're going to start charging me extra not to see the promos or the ads, which Hulu mm-hmm. does. Um, you know, because it's, while it's just promos mm-hmm. um, now. Which is, you know, they're spending a lot of money on their uh, on their product, so they've got to, you know, they've got to find new ways to promote it and get you to watch their new products that they're creating. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not that bad of a way. You can click through it. Um, I did, you know, I did uh, watch how it still gives you the show that you're watching coming up in thirty seconds or twenty seconds down in the corner. You can speed and it up, you can, and you can just click. If you click enter, then it goes back to your show. Oh, well, that's skip, not a big deal. You skip the promo. That's not a big uh, deal. What that is, so what they're doing is, is if you're just sitting on the, if you've already started your show and you're mm-hmm. used to it just starting. Yeah. It won't do that. It'll go to the promo instead. Right. And then start. Uh huh. And I do like the Netflix plan where if you. It gives you, me a chance in, to go get another bowl of ice cream. If you're. Well, wait, you wait, can wait. pause you by that. Get, if you have to get you up. You have to go and get them? I thought you, you were. Well, I, I do have a wife. Yeah. Thank and, you. Uh, okay. Thank so, you. But, uh, what. Still the the she that, won't fill the bowl as much as I, I will, like so I normally does. do get it myself. Right. Oh yeah, they, yeah. yeah. Don't let your wife ever enough. fill your no. bowl. She'll give you like this much. No, no. that's a real problem. Unacceptable. Hundred percent correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do. I love that the, when you're streaming a, a particular show, they bypass the open. You know, when you just continue through the yeah, I, do I like that too. Love that. Yeah, I don't want to see that at all. I'm good with letting right. Skip, well, I just no saw what happened, yeah. so you don't no, have don't to show need, it to me. I don't again. need to see previously. Right. I don't need to see the. I don't need to sit through the open again. Right. I don't need any of that. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get to the show. So now you're losing another thirty seconds if you just don't do anything and let the promo run. 
you oh know, well it's not yeah, that big a deal it's not that bad yeah it really isn't yeah, although yeah. it just caught me off you know it was like whoa hey. i know and then netflix i've i've started reading about it and they're saying it's a test and yeah. we're just trying it out and we don't know if we're going to do it or not and and they had also talked about how they a couple of years ago when they uh introduced their uh video previews to the tv experience so you know like when you bring up your netflix they have their their shows launch on the you almost take up half the screen mm-hmm. of the new shows i mean that's not that bad Yes, you know, it gives you an idea of what they're doing and stuff, mm-hmm. and there's a new way for you to see their shows. So they've left that, and I guess it's all right. We'll finish up in just a sec with uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust, Mercury Real Estate. Um, now, Glenn and Tanya, you know by now, were frustrated a few years ago trying to sell their house in Connecticut. Didn't go well. I mean, they had a, a nice realtor, but didn't necessarily know what they were doing. And so... They did a bunch of research to find out, okay, what makes a good realtor and how do you have a good experience with an agent? Well, they're full-time, first of all. They're not just dabbling in this. They're not like your wife's nephew. who They know the market. They really know what they're doing. They do it full-time. This is their job, so they have to know it. And they can instruct you in things like curb appeal. You know, if your landscaping is kind of grown out of control... instruct you what to do with that with the trim on the house with the painting i mean paint right now especially inside your house is huge everybody wants it white everybody wants white Mm -hmm. i don't i don't so i guess if we sell our house we're gonna have to paint it white because and that's what a good realtor will tell you they'll also professionally stage the house so that the pictures that they put up on the internet look great and it doesn't look like just an empty house and nobody if you're like me you can't really picture what the house is going to look like with stuff in it unless there's stuff in it i'm <laughs> just not artistic enough to say oh yeah this would be great there and that'd be great there no i want to see it with stuff in it they, they also know when is the great time to list it how much to price your home all of those things you'll get from the agents of real estate agents i trust.com plus they're fans of the show so you've got that in common with them it's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there right now. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Finishing up Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Uh, a couple more quick stories to uh, end, uh, end Chewing the Fat. Uh, another person that we can hate, uh, Howard Lorber. Uh, he is the owner of uh, Nathan's Hot Dogs. And he is uh, like a, a big friend of Donald Trump. And having a, a big uh, fundraiser at his house in the Hamptons. And uh, he considers uh, Donald Trump one of his two best friends. And so Nathan's Hot Dogs we can't eat anymore. Because he's a friend of Donald Trump's. Uh, they are boycotting Nathan's hot dogs. Who's they? Uh, I mean, it was hashtag boycott Nathan's, man. Uh, mm. Y'all can't eat Nathan's hot dogs anymore. Boycott Nathan's. Boycott Nathan's hot dogs. Guess we can't eat them anymore. So, hmm. good luck. I mean, you can't even be a friend of the President of the United States. Nope. Sad. And I, I mean, I prefer Kogel meats anyway, so. 
Okay. I don't like the I don't like Nathan's because they have that crunch. I don't like my hot dog. Yeah, crunch. I like that crunch. The skin. Hate, I hate that. That's, yeah, that's gross good. to me. Ooh, fry Ooh. that up with good no. skin crunch. That's not that's a Western good. thing, and I'm from the West. Wait, did you say fire that up with good? Fry that up and get the, that uh-uh. skin fried you and have a nice crunch. Good skin. I don't like that. Ooh, that's oh, good. Gosh. And I want to leave you with Friday. We talked about uh, products <laughs> that had failed. And uh, mm-hmm. I was uh, looking through uh, Twitter this weekend, and a video of the day comes from uh, Melinda Mayo. She is uh, from Little Rock, Arkansas, the KATV meteorologist. And uh, she was in a wedding uh, in southeast Arkansas Mm -hmm. and said, this is how we do weddings in southeast Arkansas. I want to know why (laughs) this product is not a household item. Okay? It's a fountain of gravy. <laughs> with I want this in my home. Yes. Why this product cannot fail? It's gravy. It fountain. is a fountain of wow. gravy with biscuits on the side. <laughs> uh, what? What? Yes. You ick yourself, my friend. Oh, okay, <laughs> that you is not yourself. ick at all. That's not even close to the word ick. That is good. <laughs> That stuff right there. I moved my dining room table out for that. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a product that I'd rather see chocolate coming out of that thing, not gravy. But well, yeah, I'm okay with yeah. it. Well, look, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to have one. That's true. You could have, mm-hmm. you have yeah. multiple. I mean, there should fountains. Be, thank you. This is America. I mean, thank you. <laughs> we can do things the way we want here in America. Gosh darn it. <laughs> so bad. And uh, good news from South Africa, just so uh, you know, they are uh, now admitted that they're going to start seizing. Uh, yes. They're seizing. And they've already seized this up, too. And the yeah. big denial that there wasn't a list. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I guess there's a list. I guess there's yeah, a list. Yeah, there's a list. And you two farmers are going to be our first ones yeah. to go. We're taking your land. So, tough. Oh, we're going to pay you. We're going to pay you. Mm-hmm. I know you wanted, you wanted what, uh, $20 million? We're going to give you 1.87 million, maybe. Wow. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat, and thanks for listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. When you have some time, you should check out The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I think you're going to really like it. You can find it wherever you download your favorite podcast. Pat Gray is here on The Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. TJ Toppin tweets... I got some Al Sharpton today. It's a happy Monday here. Hmm. That has to do with uh, me telling Jeffy there's no such thing as happy Monday, but apparently, apparently okay, there is. Think so. uh, Millennial Falcon says, girls are better than boys at being girls. Men do not make for pretty women. If that opinion makes me a chauvinist, then sign me up. <laughs> uh, constitutional drunk says, female refs, male cheerleaders, kneeling to the national anthem, $15 beers, $500 tickets. Where do I sign up for that slice of heaven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we are. All issues of the NFL, yeah. Uh, Toby McAvoy tweets out, I saw my first Trump 2020 bumper sticker this morning, so that means how many more weeks of campaign season? 836 is all. And then bang, we're done. Just, <sighs> just like that. So it's almost. I don't think campaign season ever ends. It doesn't anymore. It starts the day after the election. Yep. Every year now. 
Uh, Venezuela has some brilliant ideas um, to face their... This actually says their inflation is only 32,714% as of last week. Now, I was reading 45,000 before that. And with the possibility, the very real possibility of 1 million percent by the end of the year. But not now, because they're going to change the color of the banknote. And then what they're going to do is lop off, they thought initially, let's lop off three zeros. And then that didn't seem enough, so they said, now nah, we're going to cut off two more, so we're, we're going to lop off five zeros from our, from our currency. <laughs> That's why your estimation keeps changing on yeah. the inflation rate. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. So the tactics have left Venezuelans, uh, like the owner of a coffee shop in Caracas, convinced that there's no solution in sight. The government can't even bring down the price of a cup of coffee, which is just two million boulevards right now. Just two million. Hmm. It's like going into a coffee shop and seeing two million dollars for the price of a cup of coffee. What would you do? Well... I guess you just slice five zeros off. <laughs> You're fine. I stopped drinking You're coffee fine. at that point. Wow. Uh, I imagine if we keep keep going like this, we're going to have to do the same thing in December. Uh, he said, <laughs> slashing zeros from Venezuelan Venezuela's inflation cursed currency, the Bolivar, is the tentpole of a set of economic changes by President Maduro. As he tries to fix this capsizing economy, the five-digit inflation has earned Venezuela comparisons to Zimbabwe and the Weimar Republic of Germany from the International Monetary Fund. They're the ones, actually, that estimated one million percent inflation by the end of the year. Now, the newly minted currency, which will be known as the Sovereign Bolivar, Mm. be rolled out today in addition, the president has ordered measures uh, his United Socialist Party has been loath to consider in the past. An increase in gas prices for some drivers, talked about that last week, and a modest ease in the currency controls that have made dollars inaccessible to most Venezuelans for years. Hmm. Steve Hanks, uh, who is a, an applied economics professor at Johns Hopkins, said... It's just a cosmetic thing that's happening. The zeros. Uh, it means nothing unless you change economic policy. And they're not going to do that. Are they, are they going to change their socialist ways? No. What they think is we haven't gone far enough. That's why we're in this situation. Uh, so we're expecting an increase of more than 1,000% for the minimum wage. And, of course, more inflation. The tumult is so great, we're not going to, they're not even going to open for business on Monday. Um, Yeah, the banks. Wow. Um, The problem isn't to do with the zeros, but rather what's causing them to appear. The Venezuelan government depends on sales from its state oil company to pay its debt. But mismanagement allowed production to sink 1.2 million barrels a day on par with the monthly rate in 1947. So production of oil went down 1.2 million barrels per day. Wow, that you can't have that. It, I don't know. Will they ever wake up and realize this doesn't work? Now, Maduro was reelected 
in the face of all of this inflation and the economy going belly up, and they still voted him in. Now, whether that was corruption or people actually just saying, eh, give him another chance, I don't know. I don't know. But wow, should they have gone a different direction? You bet. How about let's try, I don't know, anything other than socialism now. How would that be? Since socialism got us here, uh, maybe we don't continue to go down that road even further. Ever thought of that? Uh, I think the answer is no. They haven't thought of that. Yeah, but you're saying that when governments create problems, the answer Mm -hmm. isn't more government? That's kind of, uh, you know, yes. You're willing to say that. That's kind of what I'm saying, yeah. I know that's going way out on a limb, but um, (laughs) how do you have that kind of faith in government to think, oh, yeah, well, huge government got us here, but you know what we need is even bigger government to fix the problem. I don't even understand that mentality. And you just talked about how they no longer get the uh, home discount rate for gasoline there. Yeah, Uh, which was just pennies. I mean, like, it seems like nine cents a gallon is where it was. And now they're taking that away from them. And you got to get the socialist card. Um, so wait. Mm-hmm. They took away the home cooking price. Yep. And they've got the inflation. Mm-hmm. And now they're they're not going to have the low gas prices. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So. so it's pretty bad. You know, it's pretty bad. Something else that is uh, quite bad right now is this scandal in the, in the Catholic Church. Um According to CNN, this is how bad things are right now. The Pope's top advisor on clergy sexual abuse canceled a trip to Ireland for a papal event because he has to investigate sexual misconduct in his own seminary. And Cardinal Sean O'Malley of Boston, president of the Pontifical Commission for the Protection of Minors, isn't alone. Cardinal Donald Wuerl of Washington, another key papal ally embroiled in the sex abuse crisis, has also canceled his appearance at next next week's World Meeting of Families. Uh, they've got a litany of situations here. Catholic bishops have launched investigations into sexual misconduct in seminaries in Boston, Nebraska, and Philadelphia. Uh, the former Archbishop of Washington resigned from the Card- College of Cardinals after accusations that he molested seminarians and an altar boy, a Catholic bishop in Australia was convicted by a civil court of covering up abuse, and the Vatican accepted the resignations of six bishops from Latin America after church investigations. An Associated Press investigation found evidence that priests and bishops around the world have abused Catholic nuns and sisters for decades. Next week, the Pope plans to travel to Ireland, where the former president, in an interview with the Irish Times, recently accused top Vatican officials of pressuring her to protect incriminating church documents from civil authorities in 2003. The Vatican has declined to comment on that. And none of this compares to the stomach-turning 900-page grand jury report that was unveiled Uh, Last week in Pennsylvania, the report, which was two years in the making, revealed shocking allegations. More than 1,000 children had been abused by 300 Catholic predator priests in six Pennsylvania dioceses during the past 70 years. 
The report also said some church leaders covered up the crimes, shuffling priests from rehab centers to parishes, giving no notice to parents or civil authorities. State's attorney general called it the largest investigation ever by a U.S. government into the Catholic Church. The president of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops called it a moral catastrophe. I know that many of you are asking, uh, Cardinal Blaise Kupich wrote to Catholics in his Chicago Archdiocese, how could this be happening again? That's a good question. If the Catholic sexual abuse scandal that came to light in 2002 slowly unspooled through news reports, the Pennsylvania's grand jury report landed like an atom bomb dropping its online horrors all at once. With some redactions, the report was readily available for everyone to read and share. The accusations of sexual deviance, shameless lies, and deceitful churchmen. What we have now are people freely expressing their outrage on Facebook and Twitter, said uh, Greg Kandra, Catholic deacon in Brooklyn. The anger is palpable. This is like 2002 on steroids. Well, yeah, it probably will be worse because of all the social media. And you'll be able to see the outrage of people out in the public. Yeah, that really, that's a tool that amplifies pretty it much. It amplifies every problem. Every problem, yep. No doubt about it. And so I don't know what they're going to do to get a handle on this, but wow, do they need to. There seems to be uh, a problem in the culture, at least, with the with the seminaries and so many of these priests getting involved in this stuff. You wondered, uh, okay, they've talked about allowing priests to marry. Uh, would that help the situation? It's interesting to note, none of the stories that I ever read on this mention homosexuality or pedophilia at all. And isn't that an issue that needs to be dealt with? Kind of seems like it. Um, so what the Pope will do about this when he goes to Ireland next week? I don't know. It seems like he should be coming to Pennsylvania this week. Mm. And maybe put the hammer down there. I mean, that would at least show he's got a handle on the situation, right? I understand the situation, and it's so severe <clears throat> that I'm clearing out my schedule, and I'm, I'm going to the place where it's the worst. I mean, you've got a 1,000 children abused in the last 70 years. That seems like something you really need to get, uh, get a grip on quickly. Yeah, that would, that would say a lot if he showed up there. Yeah, Even I if think just it would. Perspective, you know, mm-hmm. from a perception uh, point. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts. Um, let's say you just got a threatening letter from some bank you don't even recognize. You might just think, "Oh, that's one of those scams," and throw it away. Maybe not, because uh, there's a new thing going on that a lot of people don't even know about. Home titles and mortgages are stored online where thieves, foreign and domestic, find them, and it's super easy. Uh, the people at Home Title Lock showed me how easy this is to do with my own mortgage. They found it online, and they got a uh, a Texas quit deed title, transferred my information onto that, forged my signature, and could have owned my home right there and taken out a loan on it. <laughs> and so wherever they took out the loan then would be coming to me for the payments. And 
you know, they might be foreclosing on your home because you made zero payments on your $100,000 equity loan. That's a big problem, especially when you didn't take out a loan. You can stop this from happening. This is a true story that's happened to people over and over and over. It's a growing problem. And no bank, no identity theft program or insurance protects you from this. So do what I did. Sign up for Home Title Lock. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. The second they detect any tampering, they get on there and help shut it all down. Find out if you're already a victim of title fraud. Get your $60 search for free. When you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com, it's HomeTitleLock.com. Do it now. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple Eight, 933.93. And it Pat Unleashed. Man, I don't envy uh, the Catholic Church this unbelievable situation. I, I don't know what you do about it. Um, because say what you want about the, the churches, the doctrine, but you can't control what the people do in every case. And that makes it really hard. And you've got, what, one and a half, two billion Catholics around the world? Some of them are are going to go bad, and even some of the priests. So I I don't know how you get a grip on that, maybe how you change the culture in the seminaries. Maybe that's an issue. But again, like we said on uh, Glenn's show this morning, I think a good start would be for the Pope to, to come to Pennsylvania. Wouldn't that show how serious he is about this? Wouldn't that show that he's aware of the problem? And, I mean, he's cleared off his schedule and he came here just to show you that he's serious. I don't know if he'll do that. Hmm. Um, doesn't seem like uh, there's any plans for that. 888 uh, Brian, in Oklahoma, you're on the blaze. Hi. Now, you're just going to have to go with me on this a little bit, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, churches... The commercial buildings, they have staff, they have salaries. Um, if I was running a subway down the street and I was molesting little kids in the back room and committing felonies, they would come after me, they would seize my business, and they would shut me down. Yes. Okay? That is true. I don't, at the very least, these guys need to either chip in, lose their taxes and status, start paying for the public defenders and all the legal processes that are going to be involved or they need to seize their assets and shut them down because that's what they would do to us. Any other, any mm. other circumstance mm. on earth that would be, there would be a penalty for that, you know? And yeah. are we going to allow these buildings to continue? I, I don't care what the employees did. It was mm. being used in the process of committing a felony. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be treated as such. I mean, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, appreciate it, Brian. You're right. When nobody will, nobody else would get away with it. Mm-mm. And you know, after we went all through this in 2002, you would think this would never happen again, right? You would think that they would take such serious action and pay such close attention yeah. 
that it could never happen again. Like but what? What safeguards did you put did in they, place to right? prevent this from happening again? Did they enact any safeguards? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Catholic, so I'm not really sure of what they've done since 2002. But it seems like this problem is, this seems almost worse than 2002. And maybe that's just because there's social media now and we're hearing more about it. I I don't know. But um, it's something that they got to do something about here. Because it's it's really serious. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, how long has it been since we've heard from Toure? I remember thinking, <laughs> who is Toure, and why does he only have one name? Uh, he is an American writer, a music journalist, a culture critic, and a TV personality. Uh, he was the co-host of a TV show, The Cycle, on MSNBC. I don't even know if that's on anymore. I don't think so. Um, but he was speaking out about, uh, of course, uh, white supremacy and uh, the president. And here's what he had to say over the weekend. We don't need to hear him saying the N-word to know he's racist. He has one of the <laughs> longest resumes of right. racist behavior What's and there? rhetoric in this entire country. Not Does just he? among politicians, but just among people. Like what? This is the king of birtherism. This is the man who's... Wait a minute. Okay, the king of birtherism. So? What do you mean? That has nothing to do with race. Nothing to do with race. That... The birtherism thing was stupid, I grant you. But it doesn't mean he's racist just because he thinks the guy was born in another country. What do you mean? What does that have to do with it? How do you equate the birther situation with racism? That's just bizarre. Attacking the NFL constantly. Okay, attacking the NFL constantly. What does that have to do with race? What race is the NFL? I don't know. Is it is it all black? Is it is every person in the NFL black? Is every owner in the NFL black? Because I'm pretty sure that's not the case. I know that about 70% of the of the NFL is black, but that doesn't mean <laughs> what do you so he calls out players who kneel during the national anthem. Yeah, one of the biggest um outspoken folks is a white guy, what Jake Long. Right? Isn't he one of the ones that's constantly talking about the president he's a white guy yes right Uh, yes so stop yeah it's howie long's son yeah uh so okay birtherism nothing to do with race the nfl kneeling situation nothing to do with race chris long sorry yeah it's chris long if if every single person who was kneeling was white I believe this president would still be calling it the NFL out. Me too. Absolutely. 100%. If every single white person in the NFL knelt during the national anthem, he'd still be on this. This is a man who stands on black people's necks so that he can appear taller to white people. Now that I've never seen. I've never seen Donald Trump stand on a black person's neck. Now that's a picture. To appear taller. Forget looking for the N-word tape. Find that picture. So this is the guy, <laughs> he, is, he's, he starts this sentence out by saying he's the most racist person and he's left this long trail of racism. And the two things he mentions mm-hmm. are birtherism, nothing to do with race, and the NFL kneeling situation, nothing to do with race. Oh. And then he stands on 
black people's necks. Yeah. Uh, That's so he's, a boy. He's wow. got a lot of evidence there. Uh-huh. White nationalism like and white entitlement were at the basis of his campaign. Now, there's no more racist nonsense than white entitlement and white nationalism. Where? What are you talking about? I mean, that's just that that shows your racism to race. We don't need any more evidence. The jury is in. Oh. Part of what I hear is part of why black people are not mm-hmm. uh, dealing with the GOP at this point. He's talking about that really? we are obsessed with race, right? And he has this colorblind sure. approach that everybody will rise. And we know that's not the case, right? This is a white supremacist country, and we have to deal wow. with that every day. It's a white supremacist country. That's that's quite a statement. Uh, this guy really loves the, the nation that he lives and in. Everything in how we He's relate to the police, it. and how we relate mm-hmm. to jobs, and how we relate to the criminal justice system, and uh-huh. everything. And, and everything. when you talk about we are obsessed with race, what we hear is, uh-huh. "I don't want to deal with race. I want to not talk about it. You should not talk about that's it." All we freaking talk about anymore is race. What do you? Uh, Zagonizing. And that is they don't have to talk about that it. They're offensive. not the ones that are defensive. Welcome back. Plus, let me go ahead and spell race for you. R A S E. No, wait. Race. No. R A Z E. Race. <laughs> Just, I, I'm a good speller, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna spell as many things for you as I can today. <laughs> well, wait a minute. This is like three, <laughs> three, yes. Al Sharpton clips in one day. Is it three or is it four? Because oh, there was Torre. somebody else that was Torre Amorosa. Yes, Amorosa. R e s p i c t. Yes. So that's three, I guess. Wow, what a great day. See, a this is day. a happy Monday. See, I mean, he's back, Pat. He's back. It's a happy. It's a happy Monday. Monday. I admit it. It's a happy Monday because mm-hmm. Al is back to help us learn. How to spell, because uh, I would have never guessed R-A-Z-E for mm-hmm. race, but he did, and that's uh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he spelled respect for us earlier. That was helpful. R-E-S-P. R-E-S-P-I-C-T. And then there's what John Mellencamp used to say. Oh, what did he do? R-O-X. K in the USA. Oh, that, no. And then d- my favorite band, the Bay City Rollers. S A T E R D U Y Night. D U Y. S A T E R D U Y Night. Saturday. Really good. Really good stuff. The gift that keeps on giving. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network.
Matt Gray is here yep. on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for being here as well. 888 Story from uh, the Daily Mail in the UK. Mm. Uh, look at the headline here. Stroud mother slams Poundland for selling sexist baby grows. <laughs> what? What are baby grows? <laughs> Is that what they mean by, do they call baby clothes in Britain baby grows? I thought it was a typo. Hang on. Baby grows. What? What is that? Baby grows. You're selling sexist baby grows. I don't even know what a baby grow is. How could I do a sexist one? I don't know. I I think that's right. Is it? Clothes. It's what? Baby grows. It's why we left that stupid island in the first place. (laughs) Baby grows. What are you? What? That's dumb. It's like calling a bathroom the loo. That's not a loo. What do you mean a loo? It's a bathroom. Okay? Yeah, and um, don't say go to hospital. Say go to the hospital. The hospital, yes. And don't be throwing in these extra U's for colors. and Yeah, neighbor. Like neighbor. They put an extra U in there. It's dumb. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Plus, all of the words that are supposed to have a Z in them, they put an S. I think that they're... Language came from Al Sharpton or something. It's it's just wrong. But a mother has slammed Poundland, and I guess that's a baby grows store. <laughs> whoa, 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 it just hit me. It just hit me. Poundland. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not okay. It's probably like the dollar. So you know, it's like okay. the pound, the British right. pound, dollar land. Uh-huh. Okay. Maybe <laughs> we're just deciphering this. We are literally decoding. British slang as we as we move along in this story. But apparently at Poundland, they're selling baby grows, <laughs> which I guess are baby clothes uh-huh. that feature slogans like born to be spoiled and future boss for allegedly reinforcing gender stereotypes. Physics graduate Jessica Fealty mm-hmm. uh, from the Pep and Company White Baby Grows. <laughs> what? What? Uh, she was in a branch of the discount chain in Stroud, Gloucester, uh-huh. or Gloucester, uh-huh. and they were they were displayed side by side with this. These clothes were, or these grows mm-hmm. were, were displayed with the slogan "Born to Be Spoiled" in pink, uh, with a crown above it, and the future boss written in bold black and red text. Uh-huh. So I guess that's for a boy, because you'll be a future boss. Okay. And the pink was born to be spoiled. That's for a girl. How See, dare you? I mean, look at that. How dare you? Look at that on the Blaze TV. Uh, How dare you? You know what, though? Look at that. Future Don't boss. Me. Yeah. And born to be spoiled. Don't tell me red and black can't be a girly color and pink can't be a boy color. Seems kind of sexist to even assume that they were. Doesn't Thank it? you. The baby grows. <laughs> we're displayed. Those are baby grows right there. Mm. A stupid society. No wonder we left. Mm-hmm. Man, good riddance. <laughs> With your grows and your use. It's embarrassing, and right? It's pretty it's sad. embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But Poundland hit back at her claim, saying its future boss, Baby Grow, has been praised for being gender neutral and insisted that the clothes don't stereotype. Mm-hmm. Put take that, Miss Fealty. Yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it. What is she again? She has a. Uh, Ms. Vilty. Yeah, but what does she do? She... Physics graduate. 
is a physics graduate. So she doesn't actually have a job. She just graduated in physics. That's what it is. I don't know. She has two children, Ziggy, who's three, and Marianne, who's one. And she said it's amazing how gendered they are from such a young age. That's not a great message to send out to children. I really don't want my daughter to think her only purpose in life is to be spoiled. Then don't buy the grows, dummy. <laughs> don't buy the grows. <laughs> you had a good point. Then right at the end, it just right? kind of kind of pulled know, the parachute. Kind of, you know? <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know what? Well, don't buy the don't grows. Buy if you don't like the grows, We're don't bailing. buy the grows. We're bailing out on this point. <laughs> <laughs> Another pink baby grow at the Poundland store mm-hmm. in Gloucester said, "I woke up this cute." No, uh, I like that. That's a fun. That's a cute little. You baby. can't be doing that. I woke up that's... this cute. Now that could be a boy or a girl, right? It seems to me. Mm. I, I don't know anymore, man. But Jessica said, "I want her to be able to do anything she wants, whether that's being an athlete or a rocket scientist." Uh, I don't want my children having the idea that they can't do something because of their gender. Boy, and nothing teaches them that like a baby grow that says "future boss" on it. <laughs> so stupid. I mean, this is what Glenn's been saying. The title of his new book, Addicted to Outrage. Addicted to Outrage. Everybody wants to be angry. Especially Jessica Fealty. If mm. this is what you're pissed off about at Poundland Baby Grow Store, <laughs> then, then come on now. You need to go back home and take a nap or something. Get a nap in, Jessica. <laughs> Wait, that sounds... These messages they receive from a young age are building women up to think they're less than men it makes me mad that retailers continue to make these grows. <laughs> she actually said clothes, but I thought grows was better. Oh, don't ruin it for me, man. I remember when I was growing up, pretty much all of my clothes were practical. It was a t-shirt and jeans that could be worn by a boy or a girl. Oh my gosh, then put your children in it and shut up! I know. Don't buy the grows then. Again, I go back to that. When you go into Poundland and you see the baby grows that you don't like, don't buy them! I cannot get over the fact that the name of the store is Poundland, however. (laughs) Poundland. (laughs) They've got some issues in Britain. We need to talk to them about these things. Uh, If you wanted a green t-shirt, you just bought a green t-shirt. The born to be spoiled is in pink writing with a crown, which is typically associated with girls. Oh my gosh, by who? You! Um, boys have crowns too when they're yeah. kings and princes. Stupid. Um, physics graduate Ms. Fealty with son Ziggy then said, "If you ask three or four year old girls to choose, she would choose the pink one." Oh no! Well, that's your fault well, as a parent. Yeah, you raised her wrong. That's your. That's the girl's fault. Mm-hmm. Why would she choose the girl? Uh, or the the pink one. Why? Well, because that's what they usually gravitate to they're not the same that's why jessica they're not the same go into any shop and you'll see the clothes in the girls section are pinks purples turquoises while in the boys they're bold colors blues blacks and red it reinforces lazy gender stereotypes from such a young age stereotypes that we should be breaking down And yet, she's a stay-at-home mother. Um, She says there's a misconception that boys and girls have Mm. different brains, which restrict both genders. She said, "I was I was the only woman doing my university course because people think there are girls' brains and boys' brains. Boys and girls have the same brain. 
Mm. Mm. You could be a male rocket scientist or a female rocket. Yeah, well, yeah, you can. Yes, it's true. There are not enough men in, in care roles and women in science, and this is not going to help that. Children can be anything they want to be. Ah. <laughs> uh. Just agonizing. She needs to go shopping somewhere else so she can't be offended yeah. by Poundland. Stop going to Poundland go get for your baby green, grows. You know, your boring mm-hmm. green shirt at, mm-hmm. well, I would Wherever. say Walmart, but you probably hate it because it's, you know, a picture of American capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, go get your go get your just generic shirt somewhere else, and that way you will never have cause to be offended by going into... By seeing just these awful slogans on baby grows. Don't, I mean, I... <laughs> at Poundland. I feel your pain. We do. We all feel your pain, Jessica. Don't go to Poundland anymore well, for your baby grows. Okay. Sounds in like fact, a place. In with, fact, yeah. why don't you stop by my office and we'll have a talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, yeah. that's a. That's what would happen right Poundland, there. Poundland, I'll tell you. <laughs> what? What? I don't, I don't, I'm just a British thing, right? Okay. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. Look at me like that. Speaking of England uh, and how brilliant they are. Okay, if you thought the baby grows was brilliant, you'll love this. If you're worried about criminals shooting someone, you get the government to ban guns, right? <laughs> and at least in parts of Europe, if you're concerned that the criminals without guns will start stabbing people, then you ban knives. But what if they start plowing into crowds of people with their, with their cars? Well, if you're Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, yes. You ban cars. <laughs> London Mayor Sadiq Khan responded to Wednesday's reported terror attack by suggesting that vehicles be banned in certain parts of the city, especially near the government buildings where Parliament meets. Khan said, I think there'd be lots of challenges if we would do the whole square. It's a thoroughfare for cars, vehicles, and commercial deliveries going through London, so it's possible to have a designed solution in keeping our buildings and people as safe as we can do, and also not losing what is so wonderful about our city that is vibrant, is a vibrant democracy. People can walk around safely. But he's not talking about banning cars throughout the all of the city. That would be that'd be nuts. He's only talking about banning in certain areas, and that would be right near Parliament. So let's let's just protect. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the uh, the upper class, the, the parliamentary people, the important people. But we're not going to protect the other people. Yeah. They, you know, you could still be killed with Yeah, if you're out with the car. for baby grows, you're still a target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you can't ban the car that goes directly to, let's say, Poundland. Poundland. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. Mm-mm. But if they're going towards Parliament, then obviously you can ban the cars around there because mm-hmm. you don't want to hurt anybody hurt who's in politics. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is amazing. I this mayor is such a buffoon. I, I how do Londoners put up with this? I don't know. I guess they're just so leftist now that there's no common sense left in that in that country. Ugh. I mean, how do you get around that? How do you get around that kind of stupidity? Also, drivers, if you can drive. Um, in Great Britain, you could get a hundred pound fine. So a hundred pounds wow. is probably like it's a good day at Poundland. I'll tell you, hundred and fifty bucks. I would think one hundred and eighty dollars, something like that. It's almost double. I think the 
the dollar. But um, drivers can now be fined for going just one mile an hour over the speed limit under new police plans. Now, it's always been, there's always been the thought that you could probably go 10% over the speed limit plus two miles an hour. Okay. So, in other words, if the speed limit's 40, you can go 40, you could go six miles an hour over the speed limit. So, you could go 46 safely. Wait, 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 wait. I just got right? a great question from the other room. Mm-hmm. We need you to translate this into kilometers per hour. I mean, it is. Oh, there's no way to do that. What do you mean? There's There's no no way to do it. That's true. Yeah, you can't. Can't be done. Nobody knows. (laughs) Nobody knows what it what a kilometer per hour is. So yeah, so that's the general rule. Could be 500 miles an hour. (laughs) It could be zero. I don't know. So I don't know. So in other words, if you go 501 (laughs) miles per hour, then Mm -hmm. that's where the problem starts. Yes. But so it's a 40 mile hour speed limit. So you you take 10 percent. 46. Four plus two is 46. Yeah, that's a good rule. Go 46. Sure. My rule is don't go 10 miles an hour over the speed limit because that's when they start. I think in America that's what they do. That's mine. Uh, I think if the speed limit is 70, they won't get you at 79, but they'll get you at 80. Yep. Yeah. The rule is uh, if you go nine, you're fine. If you go ten, you're mine, or oh, something to that. That's effect. catchy. I think, yeah, isn't that catchy? Nine, you're fine. That's good, right? In right. the pen, <laughs> How about? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because you probably are. I mean, you get one more speeding ticket. Probably. We may not see you for. You might have to yeah. do hard time at this point. Can you imagine though, if the speed limit's uh, fifty-five and you're going fifty-six, to be pulled over and actually get a ticket for fifty-six miles an hour? Stop it. That's uh, ridiculous. I will say that that would there, be ludicrous. There's a place called. Um, Garing, Nebraska, mm-hmm. where my mom was pulled over for going 37 and a 35. you got to be kidding me. There's Scott's Bluff 37? Come, I mean, that might bite just be the calibration of your speedometer. Hmm. That's bad. I think she did she get with, the ticket or I think did she, she get got, a warning? I think she got off with a warning, okay. but it was uh, it's tooth and nail I mean, there. That's her. a slow day for the officer. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, where everybody's mining the speed limit and he's just getting bored and so finally somebody's going 37 he pulls her over just to talk to her yeah he probably wanted her number yeah he's just bored no. that's all yeah she's like hey and look. maybe he thought she was hot because you just moved into town look at that that's an attractive <laughs> lady well about 37 you're mine yep yep i think that's what happened i think it sounds like it to me triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. let me tell you about earth water Earthwater is improving people's lives on a couple of different fronts. First of all, just drinking the beverage. It's a 100% natural beverage that can also put much-needed nutrients back into your diet. There's over 70 trace minerals. It's really unique. It, it tastes just like regular water, but it helps rebuild your immune system. It reduces your stress level, improves your memory and focus, helps remove toxins from your body. It's just It's awesome. And right now, there's an opportunity for you to become an affiliate to reserve your position in the network marketing tree with a direct-to-market model when it's launched later this year. And you can establish yourself on the ground level as an Earth Water brand ambassador, where you will be paid 40% weekly commission on every order placed by your customers. 40%. That's huge. If you'd like to try this out, to join Team Earthwater, go to theblaze.com. TeamEarthWater.com. TheBlaze.TeamEarthWater.com. Join today. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network.
Gray returns on mm-hmm. the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter as well. Um, just to show you what's okay when there's a uh, white Republican in the executive office, <laughs> you can joke about some a lot of stuff. Now, if there's a black uh, executive in the office. A Democrat. A Democrat. You better not. No. No. Uh, say anything amiss about him because uh, you'll be drummed right out of business, right out of society. But uh, Democrat Representative Alcee Hastings said this at a rally in Florida about Donald Trump. A little he joke. Said, Do it's you a know joke. the Come difference on. between a crisis and a catastrophe? And no yeah. one held their hand. So Ari answered for us. He says, a crisis mm-hmm. is if Donald Trump falls into the Potomac uh, River and can't swim. And right. he says, and a catastrophe is anybody saves his <laughs> I get it. <laughs> that was fresh. Boy, I'll see. <laughs> if anybody uh, saves his That's funny. Yeah, you can't save him. <laughs> Oh, man. A catastrophe would be... would be if somebody saved him from drowning, the president of the United States. <laughs> That's great. Oh, boy. <clears throat> I swear. Now, again, seriously, if that was Obama. Uh, hmm? Oh, you'd be asked to resign right now. Mm-hmm. You can't joke about the death of the president of the United States. Some things then, are just not funny. Yeah, and then after 48 right. hours, if that didn't work for him to step down, whoever the offender was on the right, then it would be, let's look into this man's background. Has he told jokes about black people before? Mm-hmm. I swear. Racist. It, yep. Hater. Uh, the double standard is just... Has he gotten a visit from, this, from the Secret Service? Because uh, that seemed like a threat on the president's life. What, do you want the president to die, Elsie? Elsie Hastings will not be challenged on that. You'll probably not hear about that. You won't hear about that on any, on CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC. They don't care. None of them. I don't even know if Fox played that. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they did. But wow. it's insanity. I was just looking up to see if, if, if oh, Elsie Hastings, <clears throat> if there was any talk about the Secret Service getting involved. Anyway. No way. Yeah, I know. But I still wanted to look. I see an article from February of 2015. Mm-hmm. This is a quote that uh, Florida Representative Hastings calls Texas a crazy state. Well, hey, whatever it takes to keep you out of our state. Yeah. Elsie, whatever. Well, it's a crazy state. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. we Don't believe in the, you know, the Constitution. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. And if you're in California, oh, boy. you will be particularly miserable here. Oof. So don't come here. Yeah, don't. crazy. It's, it's a nuts state. You Out of control. Plus, it's really hot. It's hot. And humid. And crazy. Nasty. Mm-hmm. You don't want any of this. You don't want none of this. In California, the weather's always perfect. Perfect. Don't pay attention to the wildfires. Just, those will go away. Or the earthquakes. Or the earthquakes. Or That's, the mudslides are, and yeah, flooding. D- don't worry about that stuff. That'll be okay. You'll be fine. Just live there. We're crazy. A million dollars for a median house price? That's that's cheap. I mean, it's like ten million here. Median price is about ten million, fifteen, something like that. That was last week. Yeah, okay. Inflation, a, Texas right. based 50, inflation. Fifty million dollars. Fifty million just to get like a three bedroom house. Mm-hmm. And the forecast for this week, hundred and seventy three degrees. Really? And plus wow. every day. Hold on. Hundred and seventy that's how much 
That's how much global warming is affecting Wait, Texas. Wait, I haven't checked the forecast today. 173 Yesterday, degrees. it was 190 where they were forecasting. Wow. It's well, gone it's down. cooled off a little bit. Nice. Okay. Still, it's nasty for Californians. Sure They're not used to that. Stay away. Yeah. You don't want none of that. Also, a high school student says a cafeteria worker threw her lunch away because she couldn't afford to pay the 15 cents she owed. Uh, according to a, a CBS affiliate, a sophomore at University High School in Orange City, Florida, told her mom she put away her food tray, got to the front of the line, and gave her number to the cashier. The cashier then said the student owed 15 cents. Student says when she told the cashier she didn't have the money, cafeteria worker took the student's food and threw it away. The student's mom uh, told uh, WKMG her daughter spent her first day back at school without food. The student's mother says the 15 cents she owed must have been carried over from the previous school year, and she'd signed up for a free and reduced-cost lunch program, but it hadn't taken effect yet. Spokesman for the school district said... The school would contact the family to resolve the issue. Uh, the student said she took the qu- a quarter to school the next day to pay the 15 cents, but the cafeteria worker uh, said she no longer owed anything. <laughs> I what? bet not. After, after you made such a big deal out of it. Yeah, that's rational. Mm-hmm. Wait, you don't have... F- you have 15 cents that you owe from six months ago? <laughs> Give me that tray. No soup for you! So ridiculous. Uh, people, please. And speaking of schools and the heinous things that go on there, okay, uh, this happened in Houston at a middle school. An outrageous victim-blaming message is painted on the wall of a middle school at, in Houston ISD, blatantly perpetuating the horrific myth. It's absolutely disgusting. They need to paint over it right now. What happened? a mural at the local middle school that says the more you act like a lady the more he'll act like a gentleman whoa oh boy that's some hate there boy that could have come almost directly from arlen specter you remember what arlen specter said to michelle bachman uh act like a lady missy uh It was. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if that's the direct quote, but it was something like that. Yeah, why don't you act like a lady? I need to act like a lady. Have they? Not- because uh, I remember when I was, I was in the uh, Senate bathhouse. Oh, no, no, I don't want. In walked uh, Senator John Thune, completely naked, from top to bottom. He had the body of a Greek god and. Uh, he uh, moseyed over to the hot tub and made love for the next 14 hours. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs>